0: Greetings everyone, I am your godfather host, Immortal uh, Brendel And um, today, we're actually doing an episode discussion on Resident Evil Code Veronica X Now, we're supposed to do this on, was it the 29th of October? But, you know, shit happened, Renegade got lazy and uh, we um, had to delay
1: it No, I didn't, my internet died. it
0: <laughs> Lazy
2: No Got lazy <laughs> uh uh-uh.
0: Uh, okay, just aside though, yeah, no, things happened, unfortunately, so we had to delay it, so, um, today, on November 1st, because of Ren, um, uh, I'm joined here by my favorite panel, start with the top, um, uh, Mophead, I mean, Austin, uh, introduce yourself.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm A.K. Austin, just call me as Austin, and, uh, it's glad to be here again, been, uh, showing up pretty often, at least a couple times a month, so it's been pretty cool.
2: Uh, yeah. Aaliyah
0: Love, introduce yourself.
3: Hi, I'm Aaliyah pretty
4: often here um i don't know how to word things right now it's been a weird day at work um (laughs) i've been on the channel for a while i'm a huge fan of code veronica so i'm really excited we're talking about this version especially because i am a huge dreamcast gal so all
5: right
0: all right uh black shadow introduce yourself oh wait you're not here uh introduce yourself
2: Uh, I'm Ginge, Um, I've been on the channel on and off for a while, and uh, I'm a big Resident Evil fan, so looking forward to this one.
0: Uh, Matthew Rose, I was say that right, introduce yourself.
6: Matthew Rose, I've just kind of been in and out of this channel for a bit, but um, huge horror fan game, definitely a huge Resident Evil uh, fan, and I'm just ready to talk about Code Veronica today.
0: Alright, um Silver
7: Crystal, introduce yourself. Hello again guys. It's Silver back again. People seem to tolerate me here, so yes, here for more Resident Evil. Nice to be here. Thank you.
0: Ah, uh, all right. And to get things started here, uh fuck you, Brandon. One. Introduce me.
7: <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey,
0: mm. operative gate. Uh, how you doing? All
1: right, I'm doing fine. Uh, how's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Big Resident Evil fan, and of course, let's talk about Co Veronica. Uh, I'll leave my opinions on the questions, and there we
0: go. Hey. All right, to start things off, how did you hear about Resident Evil Co Veronica? What compelled you to pick it up? I I'll go Alaska. My story's not amazing, so someone come for.
5: Oh, hey, there There's he is. Shadow. There's Shadow. We have shout out. I'm just teasing. Getting <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a nap in. Okay.
1: Um. <laughs> so this might be a sleep podcast before we actually start, but uh, I got someone else can take question one because my answer is not amazing either.
0: Uh, Elliot, uh, how about you?
1: Yeah.
4: Um. Well, I didn't know what the Dreamcast was right away. Well, I did. I didn't know what was on the Dreamcast right away. It wasn't until the PS2 port hit, like, uh, GameCube and stuff, um, the Dreamcast port. You know what I mean. Dreamcast port hit other stuff. Um, I'm messing up my words. Um, but when Code Veronica hit, uh, the PlayStation store is when I actually played it. It wasn't until years later I did see it on GameCube and stuff, but um. At first, I thought it was just going to be another uh, Gaiden, because I had played Gaiden, I didn't like a lot of the Resident Evil spinoffs because of that. I instantly just broke them off. Um, but when I did play it, I was really excited. I'm very happy to play it. And then I went down the little rabbit hole of playing the Dreamcast version, and the PlayStation 2 version, and then the PS3 port, and... Well, now we're here.
3: <laughs> All right.
5: Uh, who want go next? Anyone? I, go
0: on I
3: guess I can go next. Oh, okay, good. So my story is is that uh my dad had previously owned the PlayStation Two version of Code Veronica, which I only briefly played because I was like a little kid, and I could barely get past it because it is like probably to this day like in the top three hardest RE games at least in the. Main slash side games. It wasn't until the GameCube era where I got farther, but I was still like really young. It wasn't until I was able to get the 360 re release version of it, which is the one that I usually play now. But it took me probably 15, 16 years to actually finally get a full playthrough of the game and beat it multiple times. And it's by far one of my favorite Resident Evil games of all time. And yeah. That's my story.
4: To be fair, it is very frustrating. And even <laughs> now replaying it, I, I stopped playing it after a minute because I can frustrated.
3: Yeah, it is easy. No it's kidding. easy. Use the knife, you'll be fine. Knife <laughs> is yeah, a weapon.
0: Uh, so crystal man, play on give your 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 hero story for the game.
7: Yeah, sure thing. Mine is um mine is actually possibly going to be mildly amusing. I I didn't get around to this one until years and years after it came out like probably until my late teens 18 19 so you know well into the the ps3's lifespan if not leaning closer towards the ps4's lifespan i i came into this one late after playing a lot of the others and it was a very very simple story but perhaps not surprising for like a like a teenager i was like going through the used game section in one of my local game stores, and I'm like, oh, wow, Claire Redfield's on the case. I like Claire Redfield. Claire Redfield is my favorite character. Uh, Aside Leon. And I'm like, oh, wow, a game with Claire as a key protagonist outside of two actually exists. Um, Let's do this. Potential for fan service, maybe. Let's go. So I just picked it up and took nearly a a decade um, to, like actually get anywhere near well, no probably seven or eight years to get anywhere near finishing it because it was so damn hard but yeah love it hate it it's fantastic we'll get to that in th- next questions
0: all right before we get to the next person though um our ghost writer is here uh black shadow sleep ahead my man how are you doing i know he's exhausted
4: right now
8: yeah we're okay i forgot we are in the uh the, the weird week because Ask guys, just moved our clocks forward um, an hour, but I forgot that you guys don't do it for another week and a half. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. it's like getting yeah. like in the month week where um, like because usually it's a like a five hour time difference between here and East Coast, but it's four hours, and I'd forgotten about that. So, oops. Uh, you know, I don't blame
0: you. On that time change is annoying. I hate it.
8: <laughs> I don't mind the time uh... change. It's just annoying that you guys are late with it. Like, hurry the fuck up!
7: <laughs> oh, so <laughs> we're late.
8: Yeah, but
3: you guys being early.
8: Yeah. And
7: that's <laughs> it's awesome. the um Sunday that they change them. It's the yes. next Sunday coming that they change.
8: Yeah, because they're like lazy or something. Hi <laughs> everyone. Yes, yes.
0: Uh <laughs> go ahead and give you intro, sir. And while you add it though, I wanna give you a little backstory, your adventure on how you got into Code Veronica?
8: Yeah. Um yes, the sleepy shadow hit nine. Um so Code Veronica. I always felt it's been it's a game that's easy to overlook uh, despite the fact that it feels like it's been remade about uh, about six million times in some form or another, which is great. My I quiet?
3: Sound quiet to me. Right. How's that?
8: There we go. That's <laughs> a lot better. Hooray. <laughs> <100. laughs> Hooray.
3: Right.
8: Right. I'll sort that a little bit in a moment. Um, so yeah, Code Veronica, uh, 2000 or so. Um, Surprisingly, I think Code Veronica was actually one of the first of the Resident Evil series I ever picked up. um, Due to the fact that, because of just the way my life was working at the time. um, Like, I played, I think it was Resident Evil 2 first. I think I played Resident Evil 1 as well at the same time I was Resident Evil 2, but it frightened me because I was young. Um, But I didn't get hold of Nemesis for quite a while. The next game I picked up was Code Veronica, um, which I fairly enjoyed personally. Um, It was cool to me because it was sort of like I didn't mind the tank style controls of the game but it felt like it was kind of like um it was still old school sort of gaming but it was the game's attempt to kind of like try and bring it a bit into the into the 21st century you know with um obviously the new engine the new console um camera angles moved which blew my mind in 2000 I was like oh my god <laughs> Resident evil where a camera is not static this what is this sorcery um, but yeah, that was my sort of coming to it. It was one of my first uh Resident Evil's. Um, very much enjoyed it, and probably one of the reasons that I'm a huge, massive Claire Redfield fan. God damn it,
5: <laughs>
8: damn you, Allison.
5: <laughs> All right, uh, who want to go next?
4: Witty with it.
0: Uh, who hasn't gone yet? Uh, for their um story, um, Uh it was Rose. Did you go? Oh, okay.
6: So I grew up watching my dad and my cousin play through the Resident Evil series, but I didn't actually play the games and beat them until I started streaming back in February of this year. So I had been I had already like binge played through zero, one, two, and three and four. Um, and so I had picked up Co Veronica um as recommended by one of my friends who's also into horror games. And uh, I'm actually surprised I kind of overlooked this game, but I'm really glad I got to play through it. Um, But because since I played the previous older games, I got used to the tank controls. So it was a little bit easier for me to navigate while playing through the game. And yeah, I can honestly say that it's one of my favorite Resident Evil titles that I've played through.
0: Alright,
2: that's cool. Uh Jinj, uh you wanna go ahead and go? Yeah, so I didn't grow up with anyone in my family playing video games or anything like that. So I came to Resident Evil really late, <laughs> the whole series. Um oh, you were a Zoomer. Yep, I <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um and I didn't actually end up getting Code Veronica until it came out on the three sixty arcade. And uh I was just a, a fucking I was just a dumb teenager that was Uh, so didn't didn't use guide or anything like and just tried to finish it through sheer willpower (laughs) and uh yeah i loved it and hated it at the same time (laughs) but
4: that's the relationship with any resident evil
2: yeah honestly yep and uh yeah and i i started from like four and worked my way back and got like physical copies of all the old ones and went through them all but
0: it's not like one of my um other friends, but he started at Resident Evil 5 and then went backwards into um getting the series.
2: Yeah. Um it's a very <laughs> very weird way of playing them, but uh yeah, I I still love the game. <laughs> hey,
0: you gotta start somewhere, so you know. Yeah, yeah you gotta play. start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh Austin awesome. Did you go, right? Yeah. You did? Oh, wow. Well, damn. I'm by myself now. Yeah. Well, um in my case, um, it was pretty boring. Uh I watched somebody else play it years ago on YouTube. Then I got around to getting the um HD version on PS3 along with Resident Evil, 4, or was it sometime after RE4? Don't remember. Uh so yeah, I didn't actually play the game until the PSU the PS4 version. And that's my first time playing through playing it. And then eventually I got the PSU version just for the Democrat
5: disc, demo disc, and yeah, that's it. Nothing special. Nothing spectacular.
1: Same, uh, my my plot for getting into Resident Evil Co-Veronica is pretty boring. I just simply saw the commercial, and I think it was on a flyer somewhere in uh, GamePro, and then that was it. I just got hooked to the game from there, picked it up. I played the Dreamcast version first, and then that was history. History was made then and there in the most boring way possible. Uh, but I, I, I did really like enjoy my time with it of course i have gripes which i will get into later but still it was one of those things where they clearly tried their best to heighten the story and for better or worse i think they definitely pulled it off to some degree
0: yeah yeah for sure Uh, no, since you're back and whatnot want to take number two
1: uh, sure no problem so Uh, let's talk about the gameplay mechanics for co-veronica what worked and what didn't in your eyes compared to resident evil 1 2 and 3 should the game still have been tank control style since the 2000s the early 2000s um i guess i'll go real quick this game definitely plays the same as the previous establishments with uh, minor changes here or there. clearly they regressed and they took some things out that was in RE3 because, you know, uh, for some reason these games were being co-developed. Uh but yeah, it's good if you still like the premise of if it ain't broke, don't fix it.
8: Which yeah, was famously sure. one of the huge problems that Resident Evil Zero had, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah but
1: in a way fun. they mm-hmm. tried to fix it and made it worse in some way to me.
0: You know, um like Going by gameplay and mechanics though, like in a way though, so I feel like Code Veronica is probably like the best of the tank control games. I feel like it's the smoothest um RE game I play of of this kind. you yeah. yeah, I, I, I mean, even I felt
8: that, that the game plays really, really like I think very, very well. It has some issues here and there, but like for a tank style control game, I, it, it just you, feels it, good. You kind of forget that I... it, it is sometimes. That's what I've always felt with Code Veronica. It kind of like it fools <laughs> you into like forgetting that what you're basically playing is the same style that they've been having for five years you kind of almost forget about it which is pretty impressive
4: yep i was gonna say you kind of forget that it's a tank style game because of everything that they put into it you forget that it's pretty much the same yeah i can say Mm -hmm. i had a
6: easier time navigating through this game than i did with resident evil zero for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. For yeah, sure. I, yeah, definitely. My, mm-hmm. yeah. I think my theory on it is that, um, I think it's because the camera work for Code Veronica is a little, there's like probably one of the best in the series. Yeah. It's, it's dynamic opinion.
0: camera moment versus, um, literal fix
8: in most, um, which, most which, of the games. Which makes an enormous difference, but it was like, The game has a lot of smoke and mirrors. There's absolutely no question about that. There's lots of little tricks that are thrown in. Um, You know, as I said, it's one of the things that they further experimented with at Resident Evil Outbreak a couple of years later on as well is exactly the same thing. You're playing tank control if you want to. You don't have to, obviously, because the the analog system. But it's the same thing, you know, that the cameras are like railed, but they're still moving and there's still a bit of dynamic about that. And it does. It's very good at deceiving the player and kind of like you forget what exactly you're doing, what's going on, that you're kind of you know, you're either moving forward or you're turning, basically. Um, so and like I think it's a case of I'm glad for that because otherwise these games have aged incredibly poorly. <laughs> Even more than they have done sometimes. So so fair play to Capcom. I think they did a good job of that.
1: I had to
0: really get yeah. used to the new controls. One good. Oh, this is one major gripe, though, I have with the game that I'm glad no other game in the future had done it. Um, there's this one segment where you need to put out some flames to get an item, right? However, though, um, mm-hmm. I think it was Claire that uses the fire extinguisher, right? Yes. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure there's another one in the game. I, I couldn't find it the mm-hmm. life of me if there was one. But if you get rid of that item, you cannot um, get that, um, the
3: item in question. Uh, yes. You cannot get the but- magnum.
8: Yes, 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 this is to be later on. This is one of the things that I I think is I always thought was very cool, but I understand why it didn't appreciate it to a lot of people. There's a lot of the game tries to bring this whole idea of cause and effect, I think in and it does that, obviously, by getting... You obviously go through the first areas with Claire and that. And then you come by later on with Chris. And then, obviously, with, with what happens to the island, Chris comes along. And while you're in the same place, everything's changed. And, obviously, you can ha- you can do things early on which have an impact later with, with like, with Rodriguez and um, with that sort Buddy. of stuff. You've got the uh, the shotgun puzzle as well, which is a little bit of a shitty one because how are you ever meant to know that the first time you play the game? um it's like it it kind of rewards players who are willing to spend a little extra time kind of going at their way to uh to delve into that stuff but it does feel a little bit unfair sometimes especially like the the shotgun one when you briefly take claire again before the steve uh situation um you know if you take the shotgun as chris which you're probably going to do i think it was the shotgun wasn't it uh i think it was the shotgun um, or, so, you got to give uh, you got like because Claire them she goes into like the uh into the break room before you go to where Steve's being held after the Alexia yeah. boss fight. I'm pretty sure it was the shotgun. There's like a, there's a holster you can put off, so you put um, it on there. You yeah. get a
3: ton of good goodies, and you get a
8: ton of good stuff. Yeah. Like it's not necessary to the game, but it is a little bit like
3: it's a reward you get.
8: Yeah, the problem is, is like if your first time you play, you're not really gonna know about that, and you've just gone through potentially a pretty tricky boss fight with Alexia one. If you're playing CVX, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that's one thing the games again game tried to introduce a lot was the sort of cause and effect, like the actions that you take earlier on in the game can have influences later on down the line, um, yeah. which I appreciated the novelty of it. But I can definitely understand why that doesn't. Uh, See, though, I like the
0: idea. In fact, it's been done, literally been done before with Resident Evil 2 with the zap system, right? So, like, it's not a foreign concept technically, you oh. know. But my problem is that it literally went against the design of, like, really Resident Evil. You technically speaking, unless the story literally blocks you from getting a certain item because you, know, you progressed to a certain point, right? You could get yeah. anything and everything that's available in said area. Unlike yeah, the, in Resident the, Evil 4. Definitely. Yeah. If and Plus, the game would tell you that um if you don't need it, you know, by virtue, you won't need it anymore when the game mm. t- gives you an option. So by doing that, and it turns out you're still going to need it anyway, that pretty much betrays the design that was established for up to, what, three games plus at that point.
8: Yeah, I mean, yeah. like the vast majority work. of players, I'm pretty sure, didn't pick up the Magnum the first time, which you don't need to beat the game. But yeah. it's the Magnum, and, you know... Yeah, it's that, a
0: Magnum. You gotta have it's it.
8: Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a nice weapon to have. You, you always have it at the end, and the fact you've gotta go out your way to pick up the Fire Extinguisher again from the security box, um, and actually think that you need to do that is, it's a little arbitrary. I, I'm not gonna
1: lie. Now, I gotta I gotta ask a question here. Someone said that there's no beginner traps on Cole Veronica. How do you feel about this?
0: Uh... I mean wait what's the question again sir there's
1: no there's no beginner traps in Cole veronica there's no backtracking to get a weapon constantly over and over again
0: that is technically a lie because the beginners trap honestly is the responding enemies because you're not going to know that right from the get-go you think it's just you know something weird with the game but I don't think it has the worst beginner straps, though, but it, it, um, it's there. Like, it's there, though. But um, I think by that point, though, if you're a veteran, you know, granted, yeah, no, veteran versus beginner, no, that's a different story, though, but you'd be a little bit more self-aware of certain things in the um Code Veronica if you played the previous ones. Yeah. yeah or if think... familiar with the brand. Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think in terms of just, like, completing the game, they don't really exist, but a lot of, like, the extra stuff um like you do have to do some extra backtracking um for and it's very easy to uh, they're, like getting a lot of the explosive bolts um early on uh so you can use those like in the tyrant fights and stuff you can definitely get yourself caught out in situations that you shouldn't normally be by like, expected to also show. shadow
1: what, what about steve first time <laughs> steve <laughs> oh my and you steve. don't remember the hill and uh that happens you just die
8: i never run into that problem myself so uh like i know people have Mm -hmm. but i never happened to me at all i I just
1: figured i'd bring that up because there are there are those moments where it's like people say they can run behind his chair and avoid him but at the same time you're running he hits you like two times you're pretty much dead so that's kind of uh, yeah a bit dicey for new players
8: to be fair to the game it is like at the almost the very end of the game yeah And also, to be fair to the game, it does lead you up to, like, when you, especially when you walk into the room, like, you can tell shit's about to go down, and you still have the option to backtrack to the item box and get hold of some goods. But I do suspect, yeah, the majority of people probably weren't quite ready for what was going to go on, or tried to fight or something, um, and just got butchered. Um, And I can't hugely defend that,
1: unfortunately. What about the the Um, inventory, like where you switch between chris and claire and zapping how do you think zapping was done in this game
7: I've definitely, got something to add here. Mm. I've definitely got something to add here it's we've just discussed mechanics and the way you know you can essentially miss out on items and that kind of thing and now we're mentioning items potentially have to be shared the zapping system think about it from the perspective of maybe a a less well-versed Resident Evil player, or a newbie to the series, this game has a very unforgiving difficulty curve and essentially if you're not well-versed, you could end up using a lot of equipment and you could have to zap over to another character and potentially end up soft locked because you've really ran short on equipment. And I know people that have actually ended up completely soft locked, and did not have that degree of experience to progress past what they had left with the equipment at their disposal. In so... fairness,
0: though, like no, you don't need to be a beginner to like fall for that, right? Because no, it's it's um, basically like by virtue though, um, your ignorance is like the most difficult thing at the game. Be- not by derogatory, I mean like you just really wouldn't know that, and like you say, yeah. you self-lock yourself, especially if you overwrite your save. You know, like some people do, right? So they just make a new category so you cannot like go back an old save and remember the information, right? So like yeah, like no, it it can be diff- a difficult game for just by that alone. Like you just certain things that you wouldn't know about, and you can inadvertently screw yourself then.
3: Yeah, Unless yeah, you know I, I, the, totally the knife is freaking a god
7: tier weapon
8: well yeah but, the
3: know,
7: knife is a god's weapon
8: but i i think it needs a. it's a bit of a misnomer. i wouldn't call it like a beginner trap it's more just a first time playthrough trap which a lot of people are going to fall into whether you've like i had played a fair amount of resident evil beforehand and yeah i fell into that trap as well um like of the eyes especially with with the with the claire section going back to that i didn't expect that at all and i had like barely enough health to get through that section um, it was pretty rough. So I, I can definitely see why some people would be aggrieved at that. But to me, I think it's like an outlier. I don't think there's really anything else that I'd say is highly egregious um, as far as like tricking the player and not being able to prepare properly. It feels pretty unfair, and you're going to remember it pretty unfavorably. But I don't think it's as bad as I think it's made out of be sometimes, though it is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, more like a case-by-case case versus, yeah, like, a whole
8: package. It, of- wasn't, it wasn't the best. I, I like the idea, but it's thrown at you kind of unexpectedly. There's no way to really prepare for it. Like, if you have the full knowledge, then it's fine. But if you don't, like, pretty much anyone would do the first time round, and you, you're kind of already struggling for health a little bit, yeah, that's not particularly pleasant. But the game does give you enough supplies, even if you've got virtually nothing, to just about scrape through that area. As long as you're careful, so it's not like uh, you're not being set up to completely fail.
6: I think I remember before I got into that part, there was like a section where you could pick up a bunch of herbs. And like knowing me, if um, yeah, but if a game gives you a lot of like ammo or herbs, then you know there's some something bad's gonna happen, and that you should probably save that for when that bad thing happens.
0: That's a fair point too. Yeah
1: it's not bad it's not bad but it's not good like when when we go back to like the exchange between chris and claire uh someone mentioned that re2 did it like worse or it did it like comparatively equal and i would say that in re2 when you leave like items behind for the character um It's more of a pick and choose thing what do you want the most do you want to take everything for leon leave claire nothing or do you want to leave this and uh reserve this side pack for claire or this like submachine gun for claire it's not that difficult as opposed to literally saying hey for the second half of the game we're going to switch the character but all your previous stuff and all your previous things are stuck with the previous character So you have to wait until you rescue them Um, and then you have like one more chance to get it all back and then that's it Um, I I think yeah, because
0: re2 doesn't soft lock you. Yeah so, like, that's difference. It, No, It doesn't
1: it doesn't do that So mm-hmm. that's why I I can't say it's the worst thing in the world because I can't handle it But it's not the best because re2 did it better in my opinion
8: Yeah, well, I mean re2 kind of like it passively tells you that you might want to leave some stuff in that specific place, because it's like, it's designed so differently everything else, and ultimately, when you're saving your game, it tells you you're playing Leon A, Claire A, uh-huh. so there's clearly more than just A's, so the indication would be that, you know, maybe once you're done with this, you're going to end up doing, like, the other side of things, and they're still in the building, that much is made obviously clear, so... Um, it's not in your face. That's fine, but I think re two passively does just about enough. I think to clue in people that are paying attention to say you maybe don't want to take everything. And again, it's not like if you take both items in the A run, you're not screwing the person over
5: mm. um, in the B run. No. You're
8: not like destroying your game there. It just means that you don't have like the side pack, for example that's a shame you know you gotta make do a little bit less inventory space it's not a big deal if it's your first playthrough you're probably gonna want to have the item pack on the first run anyways because you don't know what to expect so yeah they specifically
3: try to physically on yeah, yeah
8: specifically
1: they try to give like the characters their own stuff so if you miss something then you always have like some backup which makes it not bad but like i said it's not good in the sense that First-time players will not know that's coming immediately. Like when, especially when they get poisoned too, because I I didn't know what was going on until Claire actually collapsed, and I was like, "Oh, okay, she's poisoned now, so I gotta go and save her and do that whole side quest."
8: Yeah, no, which I think still kind of. I I kind of realized in the boss fight, I was like, and I realized what was going. On, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's that's pretty cute," and I kind of gathered that when she get saved, that was still gonna be a problem needed resolving. So I that wasn't too bad mm-hmm. for me but mm-hmm. by that point i played resident Evil, so i was kind of wise to what the tricks were coming so which not everyone is
5: yeah mm-hmm. so, so it's all just like, like subjective go ahead
4: oh i feel like for, for veronica i feel like they pretty much expected that you had played at least one of the games prior and that you had some knowledge of what you were doing
1: i was and gonna say that too that yeah you-
4: had some knowledge of some horror games, whether it's Clock Tower or something else. You had played at least one survival horror game prior to this. Um, yeah. Also, it was on a Dreamcast, so if I hate to say it this way, but if you were playing Code Veronica when it originally came out, you either owned L3. a Dreamcast and you were a niche gamer already because of that, or yeah. if you went out of your way and bought a Dreamcast to play this Resident Evil game. So you already <laughs> knew what you were getting yourself into.
5: Yeah, like... So, yeah. Essentially,
0: yeah. But in fairness, though, like, the game should have been, um, dare I say, dumbass-proof, because you should treat your every game for the most part. But um, same time, though, this game, they had numbers, so you wouldn't know this would be, a like, a sequel. You thought it would be a spinoff, you know? So what um, that being said, though, they should have treated it dumbass-proof with... um, They, um, they should have, have these arbitrary difficulty segments.
1: Yeah, I was going to bring up the uh, Chris Redfield fucking difficulty spike when it gets like real hard when you play as him and hunters just come out of nowhere on cameras and i'm like holy fuck, this game is it's like- literally
0: veteran simulator when you play as chris yeah. because yeah. because like chris is like chris and, like he's been through the shit before so like so he expected like okay so i know what i'm doing so i'm just gonna you know brute force it with him that kind of deal
8: again i think it's another one where i think it's it's easy to think a little bit like. I don't think it's that bad. Yes, there's definitely an uptick in difficulty with the fact that the Hunters come in, but it's not like they're... You can ultimately avoid a lot of them, you know, with the whole way the camera system works, and ultimately, like, sometimes you're just gonna make a mistake, you're gonna trigger some that sucks. But the game does give you plenty of firepower on that with the shotgun, uh, with enhanced weaponry, whatever you've picked up from Claire, if you've had the foresight, or even if you've, like, played through the end of Claire's section... And then you've built up Chris's and you're like, oh, I see. I might need to give him some weaponry. And you might well decide to already just reboot and just quickly put some stuff away. Because it's easy to take everything with Claire and then leave Chris a little tricky. But like he picks up some decent weaponry fairly early enough to deal with like a lot of the problems he has. Um, and it's not like a lot of them are unavoidable. I think a lot of them, generally speaking, are. So I think like if you're walking around triggering every camera trap, then ultimately, that has to that has to eventually come down to the player. No, I, I was thinking you know, of the I,
1: mandatory stuff, like the poisonous hunters outside, and how the bosses, like Alexia, I mean, are kind well, of. Yeah. Can- to be quite
0: frank, though, poison mm. in general in this game is complete ass. cause yeah, but it has like the most poison enemies in the series, far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. On top of that, though, they respawn. So like, you're, if you don't manage your blue orbs correctly, and uh, I said orbs. Sorry, I was thinking of another game. Herbs correctly and um and also avoid those particular enemies though you're gonna be stuck in the bind of constant poison loops which uh, is I, just honestly
4: there,
1: and the moths yeah. can lay eggs in your body and well you just get poison in a spot where it's like oh later you're not near that pack of blue herbs so it, it kind of does really fuck with you at times
7: not I mean, only the yeah. sheer amount of enemies that have poison i think it's also by virtue of the fact that poison is at its most dangerous in this game comparatively to a lot of the others like i'm coming at this from the perspective of somebody who's played a lot of the well pretty much played all the mainline stuff and outbreak and poison is pretty brutal in outbreak but it feels even harder in this like you can get poisoned at fine and you can be down to danger in about what maybe a a minute or two flat, it mm-hmm. eats through your health at yeah. a rate of knots. It's crazy. It's like, it, it does like
3: 10% every like 5 seconds of damage. It's, yeah, It's it crazy. It's, it's
4: pretty if aggressive. If you go from yeah. RE3 to this, which a lot of people did, you're going to be very irritated very quickly with the poison. because mm. RE3, it did go down somewhat rapidly, but not near as much. Plus and the... So
1: web spinners are dumb and they could be avoided
4: yeah 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 you can throw no. them away you can't do that here you're you're i hate to say this but you're basically screwed like you, you're gonna get poisoned if you get caught
8: <laughs> yeah just yeah a way. and yes you accept with that um but i i didn't mind the uptick of the, the difficulty with the poison because so many games poison was just like a thing that could happen occasionally and if it did you had so many blue herbs at your disposal like it didn't matter it was it was like the first time in the series where being poisoned made a difference it's just it probably went a little too far right.
0: yeah that, that's my problem with that. i do agree with that um, that standpoint as well like there's a very mm-hmm. little poison enemy so what's the point of having it right yeah which i can exactly. see why i say like resident yeah. 3 remake for example they got rid of blue herb, damn it, blue herbs wait, wait. and um and no poison enemy so because they don't have one in like the previous game right so it makes sense but as you also said, like, they went a little too far with it. Plus, also, there's a segment in the story where if Claire gets poisoned, you have to run to
8: get serum for her as well. So, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with the, yeah. um, the thingy with Bob fight, which generally speaking, you're going to get poisoned. So,
4: yeah. Yep. Um, if this goes back to the, like, is this, like, friendly towards beginners? If you're not aware that you need blue herb, you're, you're screwed. Like, you'll look at it go, oh, what's that? And if you're, a beginner, you're not gonna realize. I might want to hoard some of that just in case, especially going into this game, in case you get poisoned.
0: Uh, I do find it kind of ridiculous that um, you need to go get a serum for Clarion, No herbs did the trick when you fight the um, monster.
8: Eh, I mean, the game does specify in <laughs> yeah. files that Nosferatu does work kind of different. I didn't mind that; it was like fine. Yeah, but it was like, yeah. if it you poisoned
3: good. by Nosferatu. You can't cure with blue herbs.
8: Yeah. Yeah. It's- yeah, and especially it's specific. It about that in the files, so I, I didn't mind that too much. And but the thing is, like, ultimately, if How you're playing the this game don't? and you die once or twice because of, largely because of poison, like, is that really that bad a thing? I don't think so. Like, you die once or twice to it, you realize, okay, I need to actually keep on top of this <laughs> stuff, and you go through the game largely prepared. I don't think that's that bad a thing, really. Yes,
7: I'm not, but- I'm not saying it. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was, was going to say.
4: Some people are stubborn too though. And I can see this being the reason people get irritated. I see this a lot with Resident Evil games. People come from other genres of games, start playing the Resident Evil games. And then they're like, Oh, I can just run through this. No, you gotta monitor your inventory and stuff. And so they will take it as a challenge when they get poisoned to try to survive. And that's a lot of the flack in my friend circle that i get and i'm sitting here like that's because you're not paying attention to your stuff Yeah, you pay attention yeah. to your stuff
0: you know what? I, I, that was me it. one time in 2 remake i got poisoned by the um the the g adults i'm like you know what fuck this i'm just gonna go to the next semi and now i'm feeling myself that <laughs> way i had <laughs> enough of this <laughs> brute force it and go and yeah i made out a lot though but god that, that was not fun oh <laughs> well, anyway um oh, are you we finished bad. with this question
7: I was just gonna add when people who come from Dark Souls stay, say Resident Evil is hard. I've had that before in my in my own <laughs> circle of friends. People who came yep. from Dark Souls. Coronica's <laughs> Dark Souls.
4: <laughs> yes, I had someone mm. play Dark Souls 2 which is a whole hell of a handbasket. Yes, it does. And mm. so they played that immediately, like six months after Dark Souls Two, and they're like, "How did you finish this?" I'm like. It took a lot of patience. It's like, yeah. well, I'm here to kill things, not be patient. I'm like, you gotta find a happy balance.
8: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a survival horror game. You're not meant to kill everything. That's not the point. So, but that's just the way it goes. And can yeah, be I... but it's like, yeah. My thing.
4: same friend is one of the people that picks on me because in Fortnite, when I play with the people who play, I <laughs> will sit there and hide and like play it as if it's a survival horror game until the end and then I shoot people and I get like in the top 10 cuz I'm hiding.
8: Yeah, that's that's like, they a pick perfectly on me all the time, strategy. But... I mean like I am delving into Fortnite for the first time in like a few weeks. I've never played it before but that's a perfectly bad <laughs> strategy. <You're> <laughs> yeah, you are not good at for you don't have you to just kill
4: avoid everyone. everybody. Yeah. yeah, just avoid everyone until yeah. the end and then you shoot somebody with a pumpkin launcher. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, you
8: pick, pick out some people here and there, you know, keep yourself out of trouble, get down to like a dozen people and then it's uh, off to the races basically.
4: Yeah, I basically hide oh no, I hide till like the last five and then I come out of the bush and I'm like like I will sit in a bush and avoid people. Like if I see people shooting at each other, I'm not going to shoot either one of them unless I absolutely have to. Unless they start shooting at me, I'm leaving them alone. Because the goal of Fortnite is to, like, make it to the end. It's not to kill well, everything.
0: Oh, well, it's not a Fortnite podcast. Although, Fresno was in it, so. But irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh you just know,
4: reference because it's kind of simpler. Like, you're not supposed to go in there, balls out, and kill everything. Nah.
8: Wait, no, no, yeah. There are some RE games you can sort of get away with that. *Cove Veronica* is not one of those games. You cannot do that.
7: No, you no, You can't do that. And
8: the and you will quickly learn. To be fair, way before that point, if you try and kill everything early on, you'll realize, holy shit, I got no ammo. I've got to, I got to ease up on this, um, or learn to be a god with the knife. And it's a good knife to use, but you're still going to take damage. So. Well,
1: since we're talking about going balls out, uh, let's talk about the weapon selection now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so how do you guys feel about it
0: I think be
5: quite it's, honest. it's actually quite I vast guess.
0: if you think I it was, is. this it's, it's, is like it's, second yeah. to Resident Evil 3 or actually I think it has more weapons than Resident Evil 3 though but it doesn't have the it same does, versatility it. because it there's does. a lot of clone weapons technically but the firepower yeah. is really strong in this game
4: Yeah, mm. crossbow and...
3: shotgun is great
4: <laughs> I was going to say the crossbow oh. handgun and the Ingram are honestly frequently used by me if I can find them so Having variety is probably the one of my favorite parts of the game, is not having a sh- small amount of armory.
6: Yeah, it's really nice. Like, for me, I'm usually like a shotgun type of girl um, when it comes to horror games, especially Resident Evil. But I also really liked using that that has saved me numerous times throughout my playthrough. It's, it's really nice to have that variety to choose from
8: I, I
5: kind of
6: like how
8: I think Go one ahead. of Co-Veronica's like most underrated um, parts of it is the weaponry because um, again it's not like you're using a handgun then you're just using this handgun it's, it's like all general clothes there's a lot of very weapons you know from one handed two handed um, some of it obviously takes more inventory space because it's like an AK or whatever else which is I think it's always really good in the old games I wish more Resident Evils did that you know, you using the same amount of space for, like, a herb as you do for, like, a rocket launcher. It's like, how does this make any believable sense? So, um, and it all feels good. It's generally fairly effective. Um, some of it's a little gimmicky, I suppose. Um, but I've always thought very, very strong uh, suit. One of the best uh, weapon setups, I think, in, in the series. And I legitimately believe that
0: yeah especially comparing to like the the first um uh, four games which is obviously called veronica three two and one i say this one's like number two behind Resident Evil three because it just likes versatility versus you know re3 sandbox weapons because you know you can use all the weapons for various reasons you know for it yeah yeah hands, free. That
8: stuff. yeah free, free gave you the opportunity to like you could kind of choose what weapons you wanted to use and focus a lot of your ammo efforts on that whereas um the only thing you got with that as far as Code Veronica was, do you want to make some explosive bolts, which you're going to do because they're superior to the basic bolts. That's about it. But I think as far as, if you take Resident Evil 3 out of the way in this whole, the old hammer creation system, I think, out of the rest, uh, Code Veronica is, I think, probably the strongest.
7: Code Veronica is clever because it doesn't just give you that large amount of weapons that, you know, you guys mentioned. I've actually got about 80% of the list compiled right in front of me and it's it's pretty large it gives you all of these weapons and a very limited amount of ammo for each i'd say even comparatively to resident evil 3 a very limited amount and then says pick and choose you can choose and some things are better suited for various situations so there's a strategic element of play there as well
8: yeah and you're forced to make use of, like you can't just like sit with a couple of different weapon types and basically just run with those, which is a problem you've had sometimes with Resident Evils. That's not the way. Like, you're kind of... You pretty much have to make use of all the weapons at you're supposed to in some form or another, and it's up to you to determine how best you want to use it. You know, if you get hold of, like, Steve's machine guns, for example, like, what do you want to use them from? Do you want to just blast away at one particular thing, or do you try and, like, take out multiple dudes at once? Uh, the AK as well is, is, is one that's a very tricky one to know. Do you just keep it for bosses, or do you use it to, like... Um, get through some of the rank and file pretty easily and just rely on other weapons like it's it's you don't get a lot of Resident Evil games I think that give you that many situations and that many decisions to make and that can only be a good thing I reckon
0: Although with the um AK, um I just use that for um crowd control clearing out all like zombies in my way because you can get another magazine anyway. So like you, you can um get away with at least using that weapon compared to like say you no know, uh uh Resident Evil 2 does have magazines for the um the SMG though, but you gotta go out your way to find them. Yes. I think. So but like at least you had an option, like it's more more relatively available to get a magazine for the assault rifle than um SMG and two. So, like, you could you could get away with just blowing through, like, a couple of zombies with it and then saving it for later.
1: Yeah. there There is a couple of points of contention, though, because you know I'm going to bring up the fact that the bow gun arrows by themselves without the explosives are pretty garbage, in my opinion. As well as um the confusion that lies around the bow gas, because apparently it's only certain enemies it will affect, but others, it it, like... Puts their health down by like fifty percent. And I thought that was like kinda weird because they don't flinch or react to it, it just happens and then you have to finish them off with something else.
8: Yeah. I think the gas, gas actually is works very realistically.
3: <laughs> the gas is mostly used for the tyrant in the uh uh plane section. Yeah. But you're not That's gonna know correct. that
8: the first time is the thing.
3: Yeah, you're not gonna know that first um, yeah.
8: time. It's it's kinda yeah, the game kinda sets you up, it gives you it before the tyrant stuff, so it's kinda like giving you like the the nudge and shoulders like hey this might be a good idea um but you might decide not to use it there and then hold it for later on and you realize like you're like looking at you thinking what the fuck does this actually do like this is so weird what is going on here but um i think there is a file somewhere that talks about the gas rounds and like it kind of in a roundabout sort of way explains how they're meant to work but it's i think it was one a little bit too gimmicky because if you don't use against the tyrant then they're basically useless. Um, And you could definitely, like if you've been conservative with your ammo use, you could definitely beat the... I think I remember the first time I played the game, I didn't use the the, the bow gas rounds on the Tyrant at all. I used other stuff. Um, I can't remember what exactly, like basically other grenade launcher ammo. So... Um, I then had these things. I didn't really get what they did, and it wasn't until afterwards I learned how it works. So um, the bow, the bow gun, I don't think was that bad, but it required a little bit of nouse to get a lot of use out of. But yeah, the, the gas rounds definitely. I think they're a bit too gimmicky. I-,
1: I just think it takes forever to kill like your standard zombie compared to like everything else that you could use, like if you want something to be more effective you could use the uh mp100s or you could use uh either the glock or anything else seems like a lot more effective the sniper rifle is i I don't mind it but get used to having just seven bullets only because once you waste them that's it you're you're not getting any more and it's like it's one of those weapons where it's like it's it's throwaway. once you use it enough it's done and you're supposed to use it on a boss fight
8: anyway it's 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 basically it's a weapon that sets you up to fight ammo to make explosive rounds which is what you actually have the bow gun for like the basic bolts yeah they don't really do a lot but it's a weapon that you can you can use in easy areas to kind of you know especially against zombies and just kind of clear them away and like it's a bit weird but it's yeah it's not a great weapon i'm definitely not gonna uh say any different but it's the point is it kind of has to be not very good because the whole idea of having the bow gun bolts is to get the explosive bolts That's the whole well, reason it exists
0: i got a question though in this regard then uh which is better or slash worse between the bow gun and two and this one it's not the explosive bolts of course because that's the an obvious answer well, but basically
8: has bolts uh, i i've, I've been better. asked a few times two's um better. Uh, it depends it, it depends how- better Depends how brave you are, uh, basically. Like, if you're happy to run up to shit um, and have a war, then yeah, of course you definitely want to use the uh, the, the Resident Evil 2 version because the way it works, but um, it probably has more use as well because, like, the, the bow gun doesn't really do a whole lot in CVX. Um, and at least yeah. in 2, like, if you're willing to go up close to, like, liquors, like, you can do a lot of damage with the bow gun, so... Actually, probably sure to though game, yeah.
0: like i do think that the bowgun is actually slightly underrated in two on by privacy because you can clear out a little zombies pretty quickly because zombies yeah. are the yeah. most yeah. common enemy in the game right so That's the best way to save up on grenade ammo and handgun if you need to, right? People only throw shade
1: on it because Leon's loadout is superior. That's the only
0: reason. I mean, yeah, 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 it it is superior though, but you know, you gotta, you gotta, people gotta give him more credit though, because no, I get Leon's loadout is better though, but Clara does have the more variety of loadout. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It's
8: much more gimmicky and you have to learn how the gimmicks work and you have to adjust your play style to that. Yeah, Unfortunately Claire can destroy the game if you know what you're doing with the um, yeah. ammo types. You can do a ton yeah. of damage. It's just the problem is is that generally speaking you're putting yourself in more danger as Claire than um than you do as Leon because his is obviously a much more uh What's the word I'm looking for here? Much more kind of normal sort of weapon set. It's just bullets and guns. You're not using bolts, you're not using scattering grenade rounds and that sort of stuff, so.
7: Claire's equipment is purely situational. Sorry, I lost my trailer thought for a second there. Yeah, Claire's equipment is purely situational, whereas Leon's equipment is basically point shotgun at thing, or point magnum at thing, and pull trigger and it will die.
8: Eventually yeah, go true. pretty much Leon's
7: equipment.
3: Basically, or, point,
8: yeah. or point custom shotgun at Feng and watch it disintegrate into a million pieces.
3: <laughs> yeah. I know that's your favorite shotgun shot. You named it in Paris yeah. And
8: Eve. Yeah, the, uh, the, it is an amazing thing. The, the custom M1100, one of my favorite guns in Resident Evil ever.
3: I really Blinky. like the enhanced Magnum. It's such okay. a freaking
8: beast. Yeah, it's good times. Uh, but we are, de- we are degenerating way away from, from where we were here. Um, yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah. It, 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 I mean, to be fair, though, the whole upgrade stuff has been mentioned. Um, the whole upgrade stuff does exist in Code Veronica with uh, Chris's Glock, which you can improve. Which is like, again, you don't need to. And to be fair, you have to go kind of out your way to actually upgrade it. To be fair, like um i'm pretty In sure fairness, was... that's
0: like most games anyway yeah so yeah i'm pretty sure the no. first
8: time i played i never actually got the Glock upgraded like i realized that i could but i never really got into the situation where i could go down there and sort it out because you have to unlock it with claire um and then come with chris later on to actually uh upgrade the gun and for i think for whatever for some reason like i think i went down there with claire and i just forgot to unlock the thing or I came across it, it was a lot, and I just forgot to come back down the lock pick. And then I played as Chris. So I was like, Oh right, he upgrades his handgun. I'm like, ah shit. But it's not a big deal. Um it's what? it's helpful, but it's not like it doesn't it doesn't kill your game because you didn't upgrade. Isn't
3: it so. that uh Claire gets the burst handgun though? Yes. Yeah, so, Yeah. I'm ninety
8: uh yeah. um, ninety yeah, um, three, we right, just think about that one. Yeah, she gets the uh, the raffica um or whatever the hell it's called in this game. There's some weird names. For yeah, it's, it's M90 is M93R? M93R, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the graphic. Um, Which is cool, you know, and it's fine. It's a bit of an ammo sink. <laughs> There's a bit
3: of ammo sync, but um, there's a glitch where you can actually fire all the rounds in, like, three seconds. Yes, if...
8: yes, I'm aware <laughs> of that. Um, veronica definitely had its share of bugs over the course of time, which have been <laughs> I'm eliminated. I'm fine with it. Uh, thank- <laughs> Thankfully, I think a lot of them have been eliminated over the course of time, and if you play some of the HD remakes now, they're relatively bug I mean,
0: Honestly, the best glitch is gone, and I'm upset about that.
8: Yeah, so... Like... like... I'm,
3: I'm, it's so funny that the Catcom actually had a discussion with the HD remaster about the knife's glitch like okay so the knife can insta-kill zombies pretty much with one swipe how do we fix this like just keep it yeah it's not
8: a big deal <laughs> they people just want to knife just keep it,
3: it. Like, it's, it's still a high risk high reward type of situation yeah, so you, yeah you're just not
8: guaranteed it. to like I did my knife run like just because you win the knife doesn't mean you're unbeatable far from it. Mm-hmm. you still got to use it intelligently and cleverly and God forbid, if you still want to try and use it against some bosses. Yes, but, um, <laughs> That's oh,
4: I've seen people do that, and it's so pitiful.
8: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird one, because I've done quite a few knife runs now. I reckon, like, boss-wise, Code I think, has some of the hardest bosses, I think, out of the series to try and knife. Which is ironic because you're using one of the best knives in the game. It's just because a lot of them are like really awkward for trying to fight you. The, mm. the tyrant fight um, before the plane is basically dumb luck. The tyrant fight in the plane, you've got to basically confuse his AI. The Alexia 1 boss fight, I mean. She can insta kill you, so <laughs> yeah, be careful for her. Yeah, she can insta kill you. With the Alexia, just trying to knife boss that is, is ridiculous. Um, there's, it's. It's very, very tricky. Like, a lot of the rank and file, you can with a bit of patience, and you want to put some time, is isn't too bad, and you just run past loads of hunters and that sort of thing, but boss is very, very challenging. Yeah. Like just, uh, irony the...
3: <laughs> of... oh, I'll say the funny thing about Alexia, though, I'll, I, on my first knife run, I, did a, I beat her one cycle. If you just move with Chris, you move slightly up one step, and you just keep swiping at just normal range, you'll get her in five swipes, and she's done. It's one of the easiest knifeable bosses in Resident Evil history,
2: but you're not gonna
8: know that. So,
3: yeah, but still, like, I just tried it. Just I just tried it because I knew the knife was just gonna stun her every hit. I was like, wow, because Chris's knife animation is so much better than Claire's because he yeah. slightly advances.
8: Yeah, yeah, on yeah. The he's, enemy. he's he's a better knifer, and I'm pretty sure I commented that in my run as well. So. Yeah,
3: you did. So His is more consistent, and you're less likely to hit walls with Chris, Yeah, which is always good.
8: Anyways. But yeah, on the whole, yeah, I think weapon selection pretty solid, pretty solid.
1: Uh,
7: we can finally move one on thing to... to add about go the on. knife as well before we move on.
5: because
7: mm, I mean we, we we have established that you know it is it is pretty much the best knife in the series. But think about it from a if we link that into the core gameplay mechanics of Resident Evil, which is conservation and survival. Yes, you can use it, but if you don't use it skillfully, you're essentially conserving ammo by not shooting things at the, ex- at the expense of your health by being bitten and scratched and horribly murdered by things. So it's a trade-off.
8: Yeah, and it's, yeah. this is not a game that gives you tons of health. Like, it's there, but it doesn't, like, throw health at you like some of the Resident Evil no. games have done. So it's, it's... it's...
3: At a certain point, you do get a decent amount, but, like, at the beginning to mid-range, it's super scarce.
8: Yeah, I. To be honest, though, I don't think a lot of people like playing the game, like for the first time, are, are really going to entertain the knife. The knife has always been a "you got to use this if you fucked up" basically yeah. situation, um, and that's kind of the role it should have. The knife. Um, I mean, to say it's the best, wh- the knife in the series is a very low bar. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. <laughs> yeah. But the thing it's is, is that the knife can bar.
3: actually carry a lot of the game, and Code Veronica is the thing. Yeah, but it's a
8: yes, can
3: life, So, I mean, Hell, it's I, a love. I, I recommend it on Alexia 1 is like the best way to kill her is with the knife. Yeah.
7: So, can we move on, on to uh, creatures?
0: Well,
3: yeah, I, I one last thing enough.
7: for a giggle, and I promise we'll move on. Just one last thing for a giggle.
0: Yeah, five seconds. Mentioned you...
7: Yeah, right. Okay. Now, the, the other knives comparatively are so useless, they might as well heal enemies when you stab them. That's it. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Okay, but yes. I like that
7: one. Please <laughs> He's move on.
0: Go dude. ahead. Okay, uh, so, so creatures. let
7: yeah, about
0: I f- full about okay. the creatures. No, I, I won't go first on this one. I'll, I'll say ahead. this, though. This might sound like a hot take, I guess. I don't know how people feel about this, but I feel like it's like a middle ground between threes and zeros on anime's design. Um, Threes because of one, the variety, and me on screen at once, depending on where you're at. And, um... Zeros in terms of difficulty. I'm using air coats because um you got some unfair enemies in this game. I'm not going to lie, they got so many poison enemies. It's the fucking sweepers, I hate those things. They can poison you in one hit every single time.
8: together And among,
0: among other enemies though, but at the same time though, there's not like enough enemy enemies on screen at once to so where you actually make you want to use your weapon if you don't know how to dodge enemies correctly, right? So you got a packed variety, but some of the enemies um by design is just not that great.
8: So it's like a yeah, weird not, middle it's ground between like... two. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I mm. think that's. I feel it kind of largely sums up. Some of them are fine. Like, you know, fighting banner snatches can be fun. Like, the to be fair, like the first banner snatch fight, I actually reckon is quite enjoyable because it's kind of wacky and like there's not really anything like it before. And yeah, you can go up and down the stairs. Knifing that thing, by the way, holy fuck. <laughs> I just want to go back to that. Knifing that thing, man, that sucked. Um,. But, yeah, I-, I think the enemy design was fine. Um, it was fairly standard. You know, you got your zombies, you got your dogs, you got your hunters. Um, you got some kind of gimmicky stuff. The banner snatches, yes. Um, some of the boss, I think, actually I reckon the bosses weren't too bad on the whole. Um, I think they were generally pretty fun, and some of the best parts mm-hmm. of the game. But generally, um, the design boss? is like, yeah
0: yeah i agree I, yeah the bosses though i do think it's a step down from the at least like two and three in particular but um I don't they're definitely the like best. the better strong point of I don't the, think game. They were
8: the best i think some of, I, I think some of them were all right um i think oh, the no. only
0: i didn't mind alexia one though i do enjoy the, um like the it's like a puzzle fight you know you gotta avoid her trapping you and killing you
3: yeah that's which, why they say the knife uh, yeah. is the best weapon against yeah. her because she can't do it <laughs>
8: Um, but yeah, I mean, there's that, um, I actually reckon the, uh, the, I forget what it's called now, but the, the fight, obviously, when you, when you start off with Chris, I actually reckon that's actually not a bad little fight either. Uh, or the, or um, Digger's cousin? Yeah, whatever it's called, I reckon it's not too Go- bad. Yeah, the one. Globworm, I think it's called. Yeah, it's called
6: yeah, the yeah. Globworm.
8: Yeah, um, that's the one, but, uh, you know, but a lot of it's kind of like, the problem is, it's like, what, the fourth, fifth game in the series? There's only so much originality you can really throw into it. And as such, you're kind of going to end up going over old ground a bit, obviously with the tyrants, um, with your hunters. Uh, and obviously, you could say, well, they at least put in sweepers. That's different.
0: Well, in hey. fairness, though, you could say that Alexia was probably the original for a time, though, because no other enemy could literally chuck um her blood and lit on fire. Like, that's was Yeah, Ale- Alexia
8: was pretty fucking out there, but it was a yeah. cool fight. it was, like, as yeah. far as just... Even if, you, if like, mechanics-wise, it was fine, but, I mean, if you just take the pure spectacle of what you're seeing, like, I mean, it's pretty outrageous, isn't it? I mean, she's using herself as a weapon. That's pretty cool shit.
7: hmm I mean, it fits because tonally that game gets really campy at points, doesn't it? Like, really campy and comedic. The it voice acting point. <laughs>
8: doesn't help. I it. mean, yeah, we'll talk about that later, of course. <laughs> yeah. Laugh. yeah. <laughs>
7: Alexia. Alexia. Good lord. <laughs> oh. Okay, you, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop right there. You need to stop. Oh, man. No more.
0: No more out of you. <laughs>
7: <laughs> that wasn't me, that was Austin.
0: Uh, uh no, okay who me. it was, man. That was too accurate. Stop it. <laughs> you you will you will be kicked.
1: Put a bullet uh, in my head now, please.
3: I will have, I will admit though in the Dark Side Chronicles, Alfred is, is still annoying, but he's not fucking squeaking like a fucking mouse. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's actually She's a so good sorry, idea we'll thing. talk about later uh yep. but yeah. can, can i say the albinoid was like useless please yeah. please Very so useless. useless
8: it was I mean, it's funny because you say alexia one was a puzzle boss fight and effectively the albinoid was also attempting to be a puzzle boss fight it just got it you wrong can, yo like
0: you can literally yeah. just run in grab an item and get out, like, out there,
8: like... you, can, you can just <laughs> run in take it and just take take a fair amount of damage to be fair but you can just do that and just take the hits and call it a day like you're not a exactly yeah, if the you you miss it, it.
0: you're not going to miss anything Well, it's half from a potential death if you fuck it up but yeah. still like you can literally go in get out and call it a day has Wait, anyone tried to kill it
3: RNG, you can only take one lightning
8: yeah, I killed kill it before
0: out. but I'm like why am I ammo for? let me just go in and get it, grab it and leave
8: but it depends <laughs> yeah. like obviously if you go in that situation you ain't got a lot of health you're kind of forced to fight it if you've got a lot of health in the bank then it's a decision you can make but that's only in because fact, you've, in theory, played well enough to give yourself that opportunity there and make that decision. Like if you're, if you're just crawling around, you've got maybe like a first ace point, brain that's it, and you see what's going on, like, and you see that I, I'm gonna have to run into this thing, pick up this thing, and leave, and it's gonna wreck me as I do it. Then you are being forced into the fight. So.
0: Well, realistically speaking, though, you should have at least at least two on you, two item health healing items on you, two on. Um, I mean, should
8: uh, if it's your first playthrough. Not yeah, even my you first really playthrough,
0: I had like um, four healing items on me at the time. So I'll, speaking from my experience, of course, yeah, well, so if you,
8: you've played well enough to give yeah. yourself the, um to allow yourself the opportunity to make that decision, not everyone's going to be able to do that. I mean, I mean, realistically, though, when you do take the lightning damage, it's like
3: if you take like three of them is like which drops a health state. It doesn't really do a lot of damage because you can exactly. grab it and get out. Be fair.
0: Sure. If you're lucky, you get zapped at least
3: two times, or one if they are stupid. I've been zapped once because I got really good RNG. Yeah,
8: it's it's a shame because it's like the the whole album thing is set up pretty well with like when Clarity first gets into the into the facility and the dude gets attacked and um like the ceiling off like it's and then obviously you then obviously later on with Chris, I think it's a case of I think it was set up pretty decently. But the payoff was just like it it wasn't even a payoff. It was like a loan, and you like the game's like, right? I want more than twenty percent. You're like, really? Come on.
4: A loan with extra interest rates that you didn't expect.
8: Yeah, exactly. It's it's like the game saying you didn't read the fine print. Now you're gonna pay, and I'm like, I don't care. I'll just I'll just walk in and just grab it and go. Like, who gives a fuck? (laughs) It's just like it's, it's a shame. It's a real, real shame. Um, I I think it should have been something that you probably had to fight. Maybe if they'd set up in a way so like you fight it, so you stun it, and then you run in to grab the thing and then leave. Even that's like better. Um... And that's taken me what five seconds oh. to think of. So you know that's that's how I approach it. It was it was a it was a failed execution. Not there isn't many, but they just got it wrong, and that's the way it goes sometimes.
5: Oh, shit sorry um anything else uh going once going
8: twice yeah no i think i think that's pretty much it you know they're they're fairly solid um the zombies get a bit repetitive i guess that isn't the greatest variety but i think what's there is fine yeah. Um, yeah. So. uh the sweepers are highly overrated sorry. by the way just go throw it in there as well
7: uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was just gonna say one thing to tack on i i think I mean, 80% of the enemies you do see outside of bosses are your standard fare. But I think I have to agree that with what was said earlier, it's because by proxy, you'd had the same kind of game design, your stereotypical Resident Evil survival horror for about four or five entries. I mean, we were only about one game away from them, completely overhauling the entire way things worked with four. So there are limitations to what else you can add in.
8: And it's still only yeah. it's still only two thousand. There's only so much you can do. You can't get too fancy with your with your enemy design because there's only so much shit you can program your, your things to do. So
0: you know, to be quite honest, though, yeah. like I would like to see a some form of prototype out there of Resident Evil Four and fixed cams and tank controls and whatnot with the systems in place with um the popping heads off with the um, parasites and whatnot. I would like to see how at least that would function in um
8: that start of the game. I mean like it wouldn't mean you'd have you'd have it you'd have to completely redesign everything like because yeah exactly have, like yeah you keep don't it don't the of off. State, unless you're so, going it... to walk around in third person and aim in first person which i which of course is something that you could do in code veronica with the battle mode it wasn't very good but it was something yeah. you could do um, so, yeah, it's- it, the, the, you wouldn't be able to run it properly at all, you'd have to- No, well,
0: just thing. know, my sense was, like, no, just programming how you would with the other games, like, the other Free Scam games, right? But, uh, of course, dial it down that back to, like, a 5, whatever, right? But still keep the implementations of, like, the parasites coming out of people's head, and still gotta shoot I wanna yeah. see how, at least, logistically, how that would come out.
8: Yeah, I mean, I suppose you could, but the problem is then, it's like- I don't know. It's because of the fact... You, the problem is, when it's a tank-style game, you ultimately have a lot less control of the world that's around you. Um, yeah, you know, with something like Resident Evil 4, it's still technically tank controls, but you feel a lot more... Like, you have a lot more effect on what's immediately going on around you. You, know, you can steer a lot more effectively, because you can see what you're doing. You've got a lot more spatial awareness, and obviously, you can openly aim to shoot at particular parts if you want to. So... Um, that's why you could get away with it in Resident Evil Four, and you could do that sort of that stuff because the game allowed you to have like your own personal control of what was going on. You implement that into a tank style game, it's just kind of you're risking it just turning into a chore of just going around and thinking, right, is this enemy gonna parasite? Oh no, good, that's fine, we can go. To, is this gonna be parasite? Uh, okay, then let's dump another ten rounds into him, and that's kind of where you get to. And this is one of the problems that's. Uh, i think resident zero i think it had this it felt like it had this problem sometimes so well was it zero there was another game that had that issue sometimes it might be an outbreak i can't remember but yeah
7: outbreak did have issues with that yeah yeah it did. Outbreak you're did. right
8: so you know and again ultimately it's still a tank style sort of control game um and even if you've played that game for like thousands of hours like i have it's still a problem because you don't have as much influence like um like sharp influence like be able to do something immediately on the spot just because the way a game's set up so
1: uh so everyone's in agreement on team fuck respawning enemies and moths right yes
0: yes
5: Yes.
4: Yes. Yes. the
0: the moths in particular
4: especially those
1: i don't i don't like them at all because they lay eggs into you they come back gotta keep shooting him they have the little poison spray which sucks but honestly one of the enemies i really didn't have that much of a problem with was the uh worm enemy i i thought it was pretty easy once i got like the uzis and i just killed Mm -hmm. them on the
8: spot yeah 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 yeah. if if you get the extra weapon lead for chris like it's not a bad boss fight but again it's having the forbearance to have gone back and saved rodriguez which Rodriguez um, not uh or whatever his name was it rodriguez no rodrigo rodrigo yeah. my apologies i'm thinking i'm thinking Descender. shade from outbreak yes an epic character. you know um you know and again it's like if but again it's that whole cause and effect about earlier. if you're willing to go back and give him the stuff which you're not obliged to do then the game rewards you later on for that little extra bit of work you get obviously the cutscene straight away um you feel a bit better about your life you'll sleep a bit easier the following evening um and then when you come into playing with chris and you're possibly being ambushed by the fact that you don't have any weaponry Rose's like oh hey i know who you are would you like to have some really awesome shit?" i'm like yes please So, hmm
7: uh-huh. uh, we mentioned right. not... respawning oh sorry go ahead go ahead uh,
0: no okay now i'm about to say we'll move on to the next question though but you're um about to make a statement there go ahead uh-
7: and just respawning enemies were mentioned. I particularly had issue with respawning enemies in this game, especially in my current replay for for this podcast. game has a habit of dumping a fuck ton of enemies in very narrow spaces, which are yeah. very, very hard to avoid. It's yeah. a problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, so, you know, I have an issue with just respawning poison enemies, so I could live with the um freaking zombies, though, because if you actually know how to juke them, you could be fine at least. No, relatively fine. But no, fuck the mouse. Like seriously, yeah. I why well, respond to poison yeah. enemies of all things? Especially since when the um blue um or fuck herbs are very <laughs> limited. <laughs>
5: blue
0: <orbs>. yeah,
4: it... <laughs> Again, uh... wrong resident evil game.
0: And you know, know, what's funny though, In in that podcast, involving that series, I always say herb referencing orbs <laughs> Never fails.
4: Um. Yeah. I was just say so, yeah, i definitely agree with that it, the game especially that part you just mentioned so is almost like capcom everybody at capcom got high and went you know what let's just kill our player <laughs> 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 mm-hmm.
5: taking
1: no Did damage taking no damage in the ant room I know it's a certain way you can do it, but I, I know people cringe when they get to that part.
3: And yeah. my experience I mean, they, with the respawning enemies, I never really had a problem. I, like, on most of my replay throughs, I never get poison cause I just There's just a pathing path I always used to take that always works.
1: I just shoot them get now, sweepers. fuck them. I'm, I'm
8: tired <laughs> of yeah, mollus and yeah. sweepers. I have them kids. Yeah. Fuck them kids.
3: Uh, Even with the even mm-hmm. with the moth, if you mash hard enough when the egg catches, you can get it off before it poisons you, so. No, I never knew yeah. that. Interesting. Yeah, you I can. I didn't know that, no. Yeah, that, that's the yeah. thing. You yeah, gotta be quick. <laughs> you, you mash it. Like, if you get an egg on you, or if you get a moth on you, you mash super fast, because I always expect it. You get the moth off you before it even lays an egg. The only thing that really poisons you is their miss, but if you're quick enough, you can get past with just them grabbing onto you. That's it. Well, we're going to spend a long time on question
1: yeah. five. <laughs> oh, uh, shit.
8: uh No shadow. Read off, question five.: Yeah, so uh, Co Veronica mm-hmm. X um, puts a uh, definitely a bigger emphasis on the story with the introduction of the Ashfords and the uh, surprise return of Mr. Albert Wesker. Um, how do people feel about the two narrative beats? Um, I think this is one of the, the things I find fascinating about this game is that it has a much larger, larger legacy. To the series that I think people um recognize especially with the the Wesker stuff like the Ashfords, you could t l d r it and say. They're fucked up and wacky, and it's like it's gimmicky to fight them, but it's quite fine for. A game. Honestly,
0: I think Alexia has a bigger part in the narrative as well. Yeah, she's the one that created yeah. the T Veronica so I think she's also a very important figure to at least. Yeah, point if,
8: out. if you if you want if, you, if you, like, delve into a lot of the lore of the series and like you know you dealt, if it went to jump down that rabbit hole, I mean, first of all, good luck to you, um, and second of all, yeah, like she actually had like what she was messing around with and the, the concept she was playing around with, like. You know, it's pretty important stuff for the sake of Resident Evil. Um, but it's hard not to look at Albert Wesker's return. Um, a bit out of nowhere, of course. Um, because we all assumed he was dead. Because he was. Until Capcom thought, oh wait, maybe he shouldn't be dead. And <laughs> like, well, maybe we should change this. Um, and they obviously retcon the whole thing. Uh, but like, I, I do definitely remember when like Wesker uh when, I think it was obviously with Claire and like going through to the manor um, and just hearing the laugh, I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I just <laughs> remember, I, I immediately realized what was about to happen. I was like, well, damn. But but it's very cool. It's obviously something that made a huge influence to Resident Evil 5. Um, we now know why Chris decided he needed to get swole. And he did very, <laughs> very, very quickly. Because he got his own sanity in. But yeah. In, in
0: fairness, though, it, it worked, so...
8: Yeah, it, it did only. Like, yeah. um, so yeah, West's return was obviously a, a, a huge surprise. Um, instead of say, Resident Evil Five, where it was basically like the um, the, the open secret where like if you'd played the game before it was really weird because if you played the game before you kind of maybe predicted it and then when they surprise revealed Wesker, it's like it's not as big an impact in a way i'd ever found but with code it, Protocol, it's like out of nowhere it's like holy shit, it's you holy christ look at his eyes oh what's he doing today? honestly it's
0: always like the first time experience type deal like, i wish i could re- erase a memory and seeing that again at wesker's back somehow like then it's just impactful
8: yeah, definitely. um And the thing is like, it it was left a long time to kind of sit as well. Like, you know, obviously, with the events going on Rockford Island, and like, you kind of generally pretty quickly realize that what's going on has not been caused by the island itself. Something has gone on here, um, and you're just caught up in the middle of it. And when it like it is Wesker, you're like, well, damn, you know. And even if you haven't played the series before, like, you still look at him and think, okay, this is a problem. Um, and if you obviously have played the series before, then it's a nice callback to everything going on. And of course, the irony being that it's not Chris that finds him, it's Claire. Um, and of course, how that all plays off, which I think is very, very cool. Um, so I think that was very well set up. I'll talk more about Alexia in a bit, but um, I, I think, like, Wesker and how it's set up, I think, was was very, very well done. So we'll talk about I... Twin Sisters. Um, here we
5: go oh <laughs> no, lord no,
4: all you boy <laughs> uh, oh I lord think, i think the whisker turn um was like he, he said unexpected but also like they hadn't built anybody else up that bad like to the point where we absolutely blood boiled just seeing their existence so bringing him back wasn't necessarily a bad thing Now, however, when I first played through, it kind of, I'll be honest, pissed me off. I'm like, why the fuck are you here?
8: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the correct reaction, yes. (laughs) To be fair to Resident Evil, like, they hadn't really ever done this whole business of, like, bringing back people, ever. Um, Apart from Umbrella as a whole, like, every time there's been, like, a new kind of, like, uh... Bad guy, you know, obviously Wesker yeah. betrays you in the first one. The second game, you've got Birkin, Resident Evil 3, it's Nemesis, and then Nikolai. Yeah. Um, so it was the first time they'd ever done anything like this. I think it's why it had more impact because it was the first time, and
4: then they overdid it, like, yeah, future, yeah, yeah. It got like, completely
8: oversaturated and then it became a gimmick of itself. But yeah. this was at a time where it was still fresh and it still had meaning, and yeah, we... you know, it wasn't. I've... You could definitely have thrown in, you could have made a new person up to be the commander of the HCF. And yeah. I think that's fine. But like, it was a nice tie. And obviously with the whole Redfield saga, it was like a, a nice side plot to go into. Um, And it was clear. And obviously that it's not paid off as well. It's, it gives yeah. it a lot of ground to kind of advance that story to be resolved at a later date as well, which I have no issues with at all.
4: I feel like if they would have made a new villain it wouldn't have had the same i want to chuck my controller across the room effect that it did playing through it the first time well they
1: they kind of tried to marry this in the game with the ashfords but um i think they needed someone familiar because this ties everything back to re1 in a nutshell which makes it work really well and
8: Sorry, I I was gonna say one last thing. The thing is, well, because at this point, this is like what the fourth or fifth game in the series, and there does come a point where you you're not just like yeah, with Resident Evil One for example. Resident Evil One was a standalone game because they didn't know when they made Resident Evil One that would they would still be making games 25 years into the future. You know, it's a one and done basically. Your cops go into the mansion, loads of them get killed. You get betrayed by one, but he gets screwed over himself at the end because he's an idiot. (laughs) um and then that's all great (laughs) obviously they had to then retcon this later on to then get wesker back into the story um which is just resident evil in a nutshell uh but there comes a point as i was yeah there comes a point where you have to you have to start tying back into the history as a series goes on you can't just keep making standalone games unless you're final fantasy and that's the exception to the rule so all
5: right
4: right. right. can can together
0: yeah, it does. But can we appreciate um how Cacom retroactively retconned whisker?
8: Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't mind. Um <laughs> sorry, everyone. Did, someone has uh smear, so. someone has posted something very silly in our, our chat we use to like bring up bits and pieces. Um yeah. <laughs> Goddamn love- people sometimes. Goddamn.
5: <laughs>
8: it's I basically love- an I'm eggplant just- infected T
1: virus God. penis. Okay.
8: Uh, work, work, work. <laughs>
1: <God>.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I like to think professionalism would dictate that this gets cut from the podcast. However,
4: <laughs> <laughs> no way Granite's going to stay and, and he's going to post on Twitter a screenshot and be like, this is what we were talking about.
8: <laughs> oh my lord. Someone um, has to play the straight guy, everyone, and that. that someone is okay.
4: me. Uh,
6: I'm, I'm gonna rewind yeah. it back to yes. the lore. Um,
8: please do I, Please. please.
3: The heavy lore. The quite liquidated lore that we have in front of us.
6: Oh my God. <laughs> um, I will lore. say that, like, I do like the fact that they do bring in the lore for this war game in that they bring back, well, not necessarily bring back, but Introduce one of the other founding members of Umbrella through the Ashford family, um, especially with like the lineage of this family. There, I know there was a puzzle that you had to figure out with the portraits in terms of like who this person was and who this person was. Um, and then of course, you learn more about the uh twins and how they came to be.
8: <laughs> it's, it's kind of a shame actually because yeah. it's like, um the Ashfords are like a meme before memes really existed. Uh, when you obviously you're first introduced to Alfred, like you can tell straight away he's kind of wacky. He's a bit over the top, but this is Resident Evil. This is absolutely nothing new, and like he's he's a few prawns short of a galaxy. Fine, I'm okay with that. But then obviously thing, things progress as you go through. Um, you then learn about Alexia, and then obviously the. You know eventually the surprise that oh wait it's the same person what the fuck's going on that's all everyone ever remembers like you don't remember anything else about ashford you don't remember anything about like the lineage of the family again as you mentioned like the how the influence they had on setting up umbrella Um, you don't remember any of that because you just think of crazy laughs, cross-dressing and like that's all you ever remember which is ultimately a great shame because it's actually a cool little story of the Ashfords of a family that became so power hungry that they started turning on each other Um, again with uh, the father Alexander getting basically screwed by his own children and sacrificed in the name of experimentation and then locked up in a basement like there's some pretty grim stuff that goes on but yeah, sadly, all you ever think about is him cackling on a radio like a madman. It's kind of a shame. Yeah.
7: To be fair, the only thing that's scarred into my brain when I think of the Ashfords now is both the twins on that overhead projector looking like they're about to play um, tonsil. Yes. Hockey. Oh Somebody had god. to bring it up.
0: Uh, no, yeah. uh, can we? Oh, my god. oh my god. Uh, are we going to ignore the fact that, um, what's the, what's the brother call again? uh alfred asher yeah so i remember the fact that alfred was looking at his sister naked straight up in that tube before he released her yeah
8: Yeah, but again this this still plays part of the plot though in that like it's almost important still because it's not a case of like it's not just shock value like it's giving you the idea that these two are a lot closer than they probably should be because they're kind of fucked up you know (laughs) yeah yeah but anger, um, so be it kind um of. and that like you'd have to be that kind of crazy to be willing to like basically kill your own father and turn him into a test subject because you don't just normally do that so it does play into the plot a bit but again this is what i said like if if this game had existed like in 2011 2012 when the internet was like really becoming your thing um it would have been received like probably incredibly differently even more so now um because it's just like people that played the game and just seen this absolute nuttiness and we're like what the fuck is going on
1: sweet home Alabama okay I- I'm done
0: sweet home, sweet home Antarctica yeah so
1: I I just want to ask like one quick question before I let everyone go uh isn't it established in the lore that these two like Alfred and Alexia they're clones <laughs>
5: Yes.
8: Believe okay. Yes.
3: They're genetically, like, modified Yes. They test. have been mm-hmm. and
8: wasn't babies. with, which wasn't, is why yeah. they got yeah. it in from their father and basically said, you're gonna die.
1: And then they I just guess.
8: killed them. I think,
6: them. um, DNA yeah. from their ancestor Veronica as well. Yeah. Like, they combine her uh-huh. DNA with the father's DNA in order to get these twins.
0: So they're like pretty- that, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. all it's has incest. It is. So yes. Yeah.
3: Is- oh. Oh I don't god damn! It, it, it writes itself, literally.
4: Yeah,
3: it's it's kind like of a really, hubris yeah. type of thing.
1: This is the weirdest I mean, plot line like in RE history. Well, no, I don't know I mean, about that, but because no, Sim is like kind of wanted to get dirty with Ada and he closed yeah, his point. Yeah, it involved incest though,
0: so I can't at least let okay, okay. I can't let it slide though. But still, I can't let it slide. <laughs> no, I was just saying we're
5: I not mean, gonna let this slide. <laughs>
3: if we want to talk about something resident evil 2 it was birkin trying to hunt down his daughter to impregnate her, no but no but he did he, oh he
6: actually did that? <laughs> that's,
8: that's um, what you, remember, you know the worst thing about that you gotta remember it's like this is you gotta take it in context this is like the turn of the millennium <laughs> where shock tv was all the rage and that's yeah. what it was about so you know gaming ultimately had to follow that trend a little bit and you'd have like you know they weren't expressively like thrown at you like some of these plots But When you dive into it, yeah, this is what you've got. You've got a brother and sister who are effectively products of incest, and you've got a father who did bad things to his daughter. He didn't like have any control over it, but like, yeah, when you delve down, there's some pretty fucking gross shit that happened. It was 1998. Uh, everyone, <laughs> uh, I, I got some
0: one thing to um say though. Like I saw this uh, as a comment not too long ago. Somebody called the um, G virus the G spot virus because of how it's implemented. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, And
8: that's
3: what I've done, like, under my head now. like, please. Shadow's dying at the moment, right now.
8: I'm just disappointed.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what's worse the Birkin and his daughter, or the fact that Veronica, um, their ancestor, is like, they're great, great great-grandmother doing it
0: well uh, let's say though like they did it willingly with um the varnica stuff right versus you know being mutated into the g one G-spot was a conscious
8: monster.
3: decision the other one was yeah, not
8: so, much. yeah so i yeah, guess was... william gets a pass on that question mark
3: i would like to admit that for like over probably a total of 15 minutes we've been talking about incest
0: yeah a little we too much then i'm proud to admit
6: it was an unavoidable subject. It had to. It was going to pop up. At oh, some yeah, point.
7: exactly. It is more than one point of the game. And with that,
3: so I think good. five might need to be wrapped up soon. Nah, yeah. nah, nah no, we keep going. Bring on. up Let's go.
2: the Ashford's and not bring that up. Yeah,
3: yeah, when when you first see that
1: projector, you're like, "What is going on here? Are they like <laughs> <laughs> attracted to each other? It's really weird." It's
8: the entire point of the entire section is to unsettle the player, and you're meant to question what you're looking at and think. What exactly is going on? You know, there's a lot of little subplots going in in the game. And then obviously oh. then Alfred dies. Alexia like is basically trying to take a revenge on you. And that all gets chucked in. And again, like the whole Ashford family saga, like, is something that you... N- oh, sorry. You never, ever remember until you played the game and you realize, oh yeah, this family's pretty screwed up. It's not just yeah. Alfred and Alexia; like this has gone back for quite a while. They're a crazy bunch, I mean... um, and they <laughs> just Isn't destroyed there... themselves.
6: Isn't there like a puzzle in the game where yes. it was like the twins are like moving around?
8: And... You have know. the portrait puzzle in yeah. the in the manor, yeah, which is a pain in the ass because that it's it's like very like. Awkwardly worded, which obviously is the whole point. But again, it's something like that. You know, it's a cute little way of trying to like insert that whole plot st- story, you know, giving you like the history of the family legacy and how the family like order worked before the game then tells you how they basically started trying to destroy each other. Um, you know, yeah. and Alfred and Alexia like turning um Alexander <laughs> into Nosseratus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some kind of civil discussion to here. Oh.
1: I think he has like T Veronica, what's going on? Sure. Oh,
8: Get, a breath. <laughs> Get a breath. What's that one? Yeah. <clears throat> but he enjoyed it. I feel
4: like sure. the disgusting storyline could only be made worse if like they pulled <clears> the <throat> Ultimate Universe like Marvel did in the comics and had the dad like watch this shit. Like that's don't the don't get them ideas for the remake
2: the no no no
4: stop, stop. <laughs> no <laughs> oh yeah the, it, the only way it could be made worse is if like they pulled some shit where it's like wolverine watching quicksilver and carly Witch. why the fuck is this happening type situation it, it was it was pretty bad but it's also like was mentioned essential to showing how really fucked they are honestly in I... order to convey like hey you're in danger
1: well it, it's a question later about alexander so I'll, I'll save it then i think we need to move on to the next one yes
4: all right yeah. i'm gonna
0: give one little clip note though it, i i appreciate this narrative a lot more than like people do memes aside because i do like has made a more footnote stepping stone for future events involving wesker and the, by sentient chris no, their rivalry and then no it continuing the two I guess you could say continuing what Risen were Two established with Clara Raffield's story while also yeah. starting a new pot thread of Alvin Wesker and um Chris.
1: Yeah, that this basically solidified the hatred between these two.
0: Yeah, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know? yeah. And like again, it had to do that with world building. Well, I'd be pissed too if someone drops a bunch of metal on top of me, you know?
1: Well, Chris got his ass mm-hmm. beat, too, but we'll, we'll talk about that as we yeah, go. Yeah, he on. got his ass
0: kicked, though, but at least he walked out with something, because he did body of Wesker hard with a metal belt.
8: A new view on life, and real, he knew what he had to do in order to oppose this man in the future, and he achieved it, so life, there you go, everyone. You, all you got to do is be in great peril and fight a guy who can move at the speed of light, and you will realize what's important in life, and you will strive for those goals.
7: Also, just just really quick, like meanwhile, that kind of go ahead. Oh, I was Sorry. just gonna say. Meanwhile, the only thing that was damaged for Wesker during that fight was his sunglasses. Yeah, that's kind... that actually about it. Cool. They kind of also
1: solidify like a little bit of what was going on. With Wesker powers, like, um, because he was kind of hurt by those steel girders hitting him. Yeah uh but his then he
3: was a little bit burnt
1: his face was burnt and then later on in re5 that's like well everything's healed so you, you find out a little bit more about that later yeah, yeah.
0: but i yeah, guess we okay. can move on right. yeah we we'll go ahead and move on uh what's the number six so who won't grab number
4: six how do you hmm? feel about new characters this time around Especially talking about Steve Burnside's tragic story.
7: Oh boy! Right. Uh,
0: I- I'm gonna be honest though, like
7: Steve,
0: I don't, I don't like Steve. Steve's voice acting in *Um, Cold Veronica*. But no, uh, in Dark Side Chronicles*, he
3: has actually a really cool character. He's a he lot was, better in *Darkside*. Like, no lie. Yeah. 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 No,
4: he is. I, it, I still got overly attached to him as a character when I was a kid. Like, when I did play through it, and then I played through it like on ps3 i'm sitting here like bro why is he not living i wanted him to like disappear with claire and have some sort of happy ending but instead
5: i didn't
3: i'm sorry kind of... claire i'm sorry no stop Just please that's, a too, lot that's too perfect
5: <laughs>
3: yeah I'm, it is i sorry. used to do
8: impressions back in the day all right i'm sorry I mean, it's it's Steve's <laughs> one of those ones where it's like it's pretty easy to hate on him because he is kind of like a a bit goofily set up, but yeah, I mean, when you when you like you boil it down, you look at like the facts. Yeah, like his family got screwed over and used and abused, and like he's in a pretty shitty shitty situation, and that's before Alexia got her hands on him. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty definitely pretty fucking sad. Like,
4: like once said, you look yeah. at. So, oh, so, once you look at everything, you kind of wanted him to get something at the end. And I will say,
8: though. Out, so, but I, that is, uh, I
7: didn't. <laughs> I really didn't.
6: I will say, yeah. I got very mad at him when he was, like, unloading all of his ammo on his dad in that one cutscene. I was just like, why? Bro,
0: this is like a whole, <laughs> like a whole game dead, of ammo. Dead.
4: Yeah. Do, 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 do. I was just like, what are you doing? No,
6: you should
0: have
8: shot me. Clara, by the way, on my head. Like, i mean is, yeah, yeah. it's like a <laughs> it's a complete catastrophe a few those bullets
3: should have pierced through the zombie and hit claire let's be honest exactly
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. i think the dumbest cut scene is the one where he's like operating the controls and then oh. he's looking at claire i know you really appreciate the booty but i'm like man do your job turn around oh now the entire place is filled with gas now we have to deal with this problem get a gas mask and he just makes <laughs> things more annoying for the player sometimes let's be real yeah
0: he was looking at ass and filled the gas
3: claire i'm sorry yeah, uh, but, i mean I but one. One. But it, it's
8: job. again it kind of goes with the game like there's it kind of is a bit goofy at times um and that's just how it's it's set up um you know for better or worse that's just the way it is and steve's kind of portray it's really weird with steve i always thought like it was very two-tonal he's even like meant to become like this goofy young kid and all of a sudden like really tragic plot twist and we're meant to care about him and it's like i found that really real stretch sometimes suspension disbelief was difficult with this man
7: uh he's also th- on my every uh, last half uh, uh,
8: <laughs> oh, so, like, go ahead. oh uh, so, can
0: we have a low appreciation for alexia in the um, original release, because she kicked Whiskers ass and he ran scared.
6: No, that's oh, the yeah, question She was for a badass yeah.
0: during that scene. I was like, "Holy shit, Wesker's <laughs> ass ass kicked." Yeah, yeah, that is I, a question I, I, for later. I'm okay. So, well, I'll make this brief though. I'm do glad they did change the cut scene though, because no, it it um definitely uh it changed a lot of views on on the characters. But anyway, yeah. uh, yeah, new characters. Uh, yeah, what are you gonna say, Run?
1: uh i i was gonna say that uh for steve's case i now i understand that they're trying to make him a very sympathetic and relatable character i I understand that he has this whole i mean everyone had that boyhood crush on their english teachers that look like claire etc uh but at the same time it's like a bit out there and it's a little too much at times like oh man she sleeps so i'm gonna make a move or she falls on me because the airplane is completely screwed and i'm just gonna lay here for 10 minutes and she goes what the fuck get up we got something to do let's leave so it gets kind of awkward at times but i will say that the ending cutscene kind of like made it reminiscent and relatable to that point of well now she cares about this character that she's been with the entire time and he dies she couldn't save him uh so it brought on the trope of uh Claire having all these guys care for her and then all of a sudden they get infected and die in the worst possible way uh I I think that it is ultimately it came out fine to some people but other times because of the voice acting is going to be seen as cheesy and corny and I know that's what Ari is known for, but it, it gets a little bit too ridiculous with this one.
8: The, the game is definitely very much a product of its time. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this game was, and this was like will we'll talk about later on. But like, if this game was to eventually see a remaking, some point in the future, oh, I think it's...
1: it would be good at that point. It would be great. Well,
8: I don't no, know all, like, even... because gaming's changed so much now it's a much more kind of gritty realistic affair like I I, I don't think a lot of this would happen again we noticed it with Darkseid you know Um, with with Steve he was very very heavily changed on the original and that was only what like four year difference or something like that five years maybe? Uh, I Cold was made in um, was it 99 uh, it in
0: came 99? in 2000
8: I think but 1000 um but the point Support, still stands uh, like they changed right. it that much for for a rail shooter like if they remake the game like it'll be the same again um it'll probably still be a bit weird at times and like so be it but i i don't think it's like um you would not see anything like what you did in that game it was very very kind of corny and cheesy and it was very in your face and that made me of course excessively angry um but that's just my own personal problems i guess
7: No, I I totally relate to that. It's every single time the game tried to make you, as a player, you know, empathize with this guy, he would do something stupid or do something, you know, borderline quirky or a bit off. Or he'd do something to get us in trouble, like you said earlier with the poison gas. And I'd think to myself, do you want me to find this guy relatable or do you want me to sit here? Roll my eyes and think he's a genetic dead end. Make up your mind.
8: I mean, I like... have one issue with that statement. Like, I you say quirky, I say he was a creep.
7: Yeah.
8: That was I, I was being diplomatic. Yo, what was a creep? <laughs> like, I got to fight for my. <laughs> you know,
5: oh, what makes him
0: a creep, man? Uh, I need to
8: hear this now. Oh
6: yeah, man. Like, <laughs> Thank you. For bringing that Look, up.
8: if this if this was two thousand twenty one, what happened that plane? I'm pretty sure counts as assault. Yeah. Right. Pretty yeah, pretty yeah absolutely consent. that, that yeah, is that absolutely is not cool. oh, is you don't, <laughs> you don't... <laughs> okay.
7: well the tyrant <laughs> <don't>
1: has a, <laughs> a giant package on. so you
7: don't, you don't there you i go. will say
6: when i was playing this game live and that scene came up with him trying to kiss her while she was sleeping like me and chat were just like no no steve no stop yeah. consent. consent oh that <laughs>
5: scene <laughs>
6: yeah, yeah that scene don't, yeah and he tries
8: to like what what in the blue hell?
5: Like, come on, really?
8: That was like, just fucking
5: a weird. Tongue. Oh.
8: Sleeping no. beauty over
0: this bitch. Let's I, go.
8: No. I mean, if you want to, like, like stare at her, then, like, fine. You're not the only human being to have done I this,
1: mean, but, I, like, I I don't train, think people blame I mean, him for a dark side. On the you
8: know, in fairness, though, air. that's
0: not unrealistic either, though, because, no, you know, in real life, you're going to be staring at somebody while they sleep. If, there's, like I say, in a different setting, you know, like, I'm not going to rule that out, but, um, yeah, kissing someone while they're asleep, though. Like, no. no it, I mean, no, again, this no. was
8: 2000. Like, it was a different world back then, everyone. That's just a different it time,
4: goes. Things were, you know. Yeah. Like, also, it's some things were like acceptable at that time. Exactly. It's very large. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Caught up on stuff like that, to be fair. Yeah, unfortunately.
6: They have very
7: different standards on that for good or ill. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh,
6: so, how did and you deal with about...
7: uh, Sorry. Hmm? Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna I was say. A just... Go on. Go on. Go on. fine. Go on. Shush. Go on. Go. Go.
6: Go. I was gonna say, How did you guys feel about Rodrigo? He's alright. I, you know, I wish he like had it. more screen
0: time. Because for what yeah. love he had, though, like he actually one of more memorable characters in that game. I think it he's might be because his acting. It might be his he acting. Was very that well voiced. A
8: small amount he had, like it was a pretty cool part. Um, again, yeah, he didn't doesn't turn much i think it kind of he, he kind of has to not be there very much um Cause he's kinda you know, wounded, because he's kind of wounded right like, yeah. the guy's dying you know yeah. like if you're dying like you're not going to have a huge impact on the story it kind of doesn't make a whole lot yep. of sense
0: yeah but for what you had though like it, it was something enough for me for me to remember him over you no know, other characters or at least other events involving some um, some characters
6: i not gonna lie i kind of wanted him to make yeah. it out more so than steve <laughs>
8: Yeah, yeah, right? I agree. Like, yeah. This man got yeah. eaten
0: by a worm, bro. Like, God.
8: This man if, you've, if you've gone to the effort to go back to give him, like, the uh, the medicine and then he just gets, like, just eaten by the damn worm and then that whole situation, that's fucking sad, man. It's
6: like, was wait, like, yeah, no, great. Sad. All my effort went to waste because he just dies anyway. So it's like...
8: like... But then he doesn't because he gives you the lighter um, yeah. as the callback and then, obviously, yeah. that's your reward for it. But yeah, like, I... I imagine it's looking as but yeah, I was I was real sad when Rodrigo died. I was like, shit! Like I knew you were gonna die. Like your, it's just the it's the way this game works. I, I don't want to go as far as to say he's the token black guy, so therefore he has to die. Like films, well, die. he may be
0: black, though. You never know. He he <laughs> might he might be don't you know South American or you know Indian.
8: I think, you know, think like he's. I believe he is actually meant to be. I think he's meant to be South American. I believe.
7: Oh, a name I'm like right. Rodrigo, it does Mickey thing, South yeah, American.
8: I, I, I forget they've where exactly him... yeah. is he. Bolivian,
5: they've got him well, his name him is definitely Hispanic.
8: Spanish, yeah. Like, yeah, um, I feel like he's Spender. Bolivian, I could be wrong there, but it's putting it mm. out there. But yeah, he's Hispanic, I was that's for sure.
6: Yeah, they've got him listed as Hispanic on um, some
8: so of the that's the one, that's yeah, thing. something like that. So, but yeah, very sad, pretty cool. Um, does the job he needs to do. In a way, the fact he doesn't have a lot of screen time probably makes him almost more memorable in a way, because you have very few encounters of him and the few you do are pretty cool. So
7: And comparatively to other side characters you've had in the series, I mean I don't even have to mention a named example here because there have been that many. Rodrigo, for what he does, is he's actually more memorable in his small role than some other side characters have been in the many titles of this series. Yeah, well, uh,
0: also, comparatively speaking up to that point, because, you know, 1, 2, 3 and Veronica, right? And whatever spinoff was at the time, right? Like, he stood out the most in compared to, let's like, say, Kendo, for example. Or, or, I mean, Kendall, that was funny, though, but, like, you no, know, like, characteristics... <laughs> yes, that's what
8: man gets moved yeah. to death. Let's all love. Ha ha ha.
0: Yeah, I'm like, ah, ah. Okay, well, anyway, it's not like Arnold. Yeah, but, like, he he's he the most out of all, no. like, side characters. They only have limited no, screen me. time. No. Not that Arnold. Jesus.
1: God damn it, I
7: hate you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 okay, if that would have happened, that would have made the game like five times more better. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Get to the door now, Claire. <laughs> West, would have been instant-
8: <laughs> <laughs> but anyways. But yeah, I, be I, fair, it would fair, good.
7: He's was good. I was just going to say, if if anybody has seen the new Kendo mod that's just come out recently, he kind of became the president of of Russia and America, and completely changed the entire world through time travel. So Kendo is more important than you think. That was <laughs> yeah, no, exactly amazing. So, oh,
6: Playthrough. I have yet yes. to actually play through him
8: myself, so, though. But... Oh, definitely at some point. Yeah.
7: Um, sorry, sure just a that... segue. Oh, no, you know, I'm trying
8: sure to think with Code Veronica, think about like it has a very small character cast. When you think about it, you've obviously got Claire and Chris. You've got Wesker. <laughs> yeah ashford's there's five people
0: yeah stole I me steve, um, steve yeah, Then
8: yeah at that point you're already yeah. struggling like you know that's like your main five you don't really have anyone else outside of that you've got rodrigo for a short bit
2: and then you have um, steve and that's it
8: yeah, yeah, yeah basically. so considering the game has very few actual characters that like have any kind of meaningful impact on the game i think it does a pretty good job of making good use out of them and you yep. think there are games that have two or three times as many people in like a story, and they all just, kind of, like, just fade into obscurity? <laughs> six That's... is just, like three games in one. So like, yeah, six, six isn't six uh, is not a fair yeah. comparison
0: because it's enormous. I so. uh, am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. But like, my points the standards. <laughs>
3: yeah. We'll get yeah. to that like, later. Is, like yeah. All right, like with, uh, right. Like with remakes, here? like they did Marvin a lot better in Resident Evil Remake 2, of course. Uh, yeah, absolutely with, correct. With yeah. Code Veronica remake can definitely make Rodrigo. A That's lot a later question. it okay? Yep. Yeah, it yeah, fine. yeah,
0: saving a remake stuff for what well, the remake question. Oh.
3: Gotcha. Uh, so what question are
0: we on? Number seven, Kevin? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Miss Rose, you want to read that one off?
3: Sure, how did
6: you feel about <clears> Take on the narrative in Dark Side Chronicles. This is in reference to the Game of Oblivion chapter.
0: Uh I actually like it, to be quite honest. Uh it, it actually covered all the important stuff. Plus, you no, know, they technically do um some original stuff with it, because you no, know, you have both players with you. So you get some unique dialogue for or unique characters for older counters, you know. So sadly just clarifying all the bosses, though so you have Steve there, so you get some dialogue from him and whatnot.
3: Yeah, huh? and good. I would say like yeah, and they pretty much make Steve like a discount Leon from Four, just with like he actually provides some decent one-liners and jokes it, from here and there.
0: And yet has um, the boss I look think. at some butt.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Like, that. He doesn't have a cr- his only like quote-unquote like pervy moment is that he just stares at Claire's ass because they just first meet.
6: <laughs> I mean, it's Claire's ass though.
8: <laughs> is- you got that, a point. So, yeah. I mean, you got a point there. I mean, yeah. yes, but like, uh, and this, I mean, like, uh, Capcom is not exactly a- afraid of doing it, to be fair. Like, it's kind of like unnecessary, but Capcom are doing this for 20 years, so it's like, what do you do? But yeah. I mean, like, for God's sakes, guys.
7: I, I wanted to ask I- a question. I was just from- going to say, I see it from the perspective of if you're driving a Jag, why wouldn't you want parking facilities? Oh. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> mm? what? Sorry, that. That that
7: that, that joke, sorry that joke was so dry and British that probably yeah. half of you missed it. No, I do apologize. No, no I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but given on the monthly, and
0: I can't do that sadly. So yeah, yeah we
3: good. If there's one thing I do have to comment on the abridged storytelling. The only thing I did not like is that Alexia actually kills Ashford. Alfred, I mean. Yeah, that bothered me. That did bother me. She she actually kills him. Like like. The thing that that was like the only thing I disliked about the abridged version of of uh, of Darkside was she kills him. I was like, oh, whenever whenever I played uh, Code Veronica for the, and actually beat it and got through the entire story, I was like, huh. This is the actually the one change that I did not like is that Alexia actually kills her brother instead of him dying in in her arms. I thought yeah, that was like a, I thought neck. that completed Yeah, she freaking snaps his neck with her tendrils. I was like, yeah. huh.
6: And that's when you realize like, oh, it's just one-sided
0: love at that point. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, they like, made her a little too um, extra for the sake of it. Made you know? her too
3: much of like a narcissist, and like mm-hmm. super, it's like all about like really selfish. I was like, I didn't like that. It was like, the only thing I did not like, but it was like a one, the one little thing I just uh, did not like. I Otherwise, have the additions and the basically the remade stuff and side was really great in my opinion.
1: All right, let me let me let me get my question off real quick. I just want to say this is like really important, and I don't know if anyone uh, feels different about this. But so, how do you feel about the idea that Chris and Wesker don't meet in Darkseid?
0: um they don't meet in the um traditional sense though but they do see each other at the um at the end of the campaign for co-veronica
1: yeah how do you feel like that's all different now he picks up his knife and leaves
0: i do like that um scene for what it is actually it gives another like take of it it's like more mysterious subtly like oh shit wesker's here and you see like the little the beef in each other's eyes well wesker shades and chris's eyes like you see that tension there. Like, mm. it, it wasn't a not- bill be- done scene, though, without them exchanging dialogue or them meeting up beforehand, you know? I, I do like that scene a lot, though. I'm, I'm not against seeing that over, you know, the original take of it.
3: Hmm. And one also thing to point out is that with Steve, when he transforms, he actually does not actually die. His body still retains some form of life when he, unquote, passes away. He's not fully dead. So yeah, do I- point that out.
0: If I remember correctly though, he was actually supposed to be in Resident Evil 6, but they replaced him with Jake. Did we talk I about can't yeah. deny that though?
1: Did we talk wow. about the bluff where it's like Wesker says, Oh, I could bring him back to life, and we know that doesn't happen later in the timeline.
0: So well, is, I mean, it <laughs> could happen though, just not yet. They just did
8: bring it up and they like, yeah. but it's one of those things you throw it out there to give you options later down the line. If you don't follow it through, then like yeah. fine. You know, well, isn't like, there
7: it, a nut? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Nah,
8: no, you go ahead. Just... I, I was
7: just going to say, isn't there a note or a letter? I, I distinctly remember this some kind of note or letter buried in one of the game's lore entries stating that his body was recovered and is under the possession yes. of one of the companies.
8: Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: It uh, was really mentioned five. in Five. I'll say Five yeah. has a lot of like Code Veronica lore in it. Which is or oh, really just gosh. it
0: just um yeah. virus lore in general it explains literally the, pretty much the whole series up to that point on what happened um uh, with X Y and Z and what happened to the viruses on postmortem I believe.
8: Yeah, well that was right. the whole idea. It was that you were like delving into like the the history of like how this stuff's been made over the course of time. But yeah, it was talked about that yeah at the end of it it was thrown in because a bit of a little tidbit anyways that yeah they westgrid got a hold of his body and would probably use it in some form of another later on but it's never really surfaced as particularly why or how.
1: yeah they just kind of said that um <laughs> what the fuck, Brendan? well they just kind of said that wesker grabbed the body and then after a while that was like screw it we're gonna sell all these viruses on the black market because i have all this power at this point might as well just do this and let's keep up with the bioterrorism so that's kind of what happened
0: <laughs> you know i'm imagining wesker like selling bits and pieces of, of Steve, like, here, you got this arm for $30 million.
8: Tricel is a very expensive operation. A brother's got to eat, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I just, I just think that they probably should have did a little bit more with it because then it would have increased that tension between Claire and Wesker. Because she was pretty, I mean, like, reasonably so. She was, like, pretty damn pissed about that. I mean, wouldn't you? Oh, of course absolutely it's like you're just taunting someone i uh tried to rescue and save for the last couple of minutes so i'm gonna be pretty pissed about that
8: yeah definitely
1: uh but anything else before we move on anything else
8: Nah, no, there's really much yeah. else to really talk about right here right?
1: okay i guess we can talk about the changes in uh co-veronica from the the original co-veronica x to uh no, the original Co Veronica to veronica X. So they altered the game with cutscenes, they changed some character models. I have the examples in the original question. How do you guys feel about that?
0: I my favorite change though really is the um Wesker cutscene. Not because of you no know, Wesker actually put up more fight, it's more so establishing like um sorry Chris being a bigger threat than um people really think um at the time, for example uh because uh, he said chris since you were my best man i'll let you handle this and in fairness though he did handle it he did knock her down and took on um, the jewel and ran off and then of course later killed her so wesker was right though you know he finished the job so when she wanted though um uh, wesker obviously he would because considering that he was able to body chris so by virtue he should able to finish the job himself but that shows you like i guess like not necessarily respect though but it shows that um you no, know, wesker you no know, sees that you know chris you no know, you're my biggest obstacle, so uh, you right there. I want to kill whenever we meet up again. And right. time and time again, every time he sees him, well, discounting some parts of are already five, though he is trying to kill him.
1: Can I just say that the intro for the original Dreamcast version is the stupidest thing they ever did with spoiling the whole game?
3: <laughs> yes, I, I mean, I've never wait, seen what? it. Wait, what? So... I did it? Yeah, I've yeah. never seen
8: it. So yeah, lately. yeah. Now I know are talking about.
1: They spoil the whole like, game, like literally yeah. every. Like, I'll, I'll link I'll it here. Yeah, you do.
8: Okay. Yeah, I'm all, all, all of it, so, all yeah, of it, because guess like, it's obviously the opening, the opening sequence of like you know of. of like the games are like building, like this is what you're going to be doing, and of course it spent that giving away all the major fucking secrets immediately. And, like, well, great, thanks that's, for that. That's ridiculous. But uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, like you know, Cyberpunk 2077 is the complete version of the game. It's how the game should have been when it first came out for reasons I don't quite know. It wasn't, but you know, at least it got changed. Um, a lot of the changes are largely on the cosmetic side, you know, obviously adding in uh, extra cutscenes, um, you know, kind of, like, changing the story slightly as where necessary to, like, make it flow and make more sense, because of the whole Claire obviously meets Wesker, so things don't make sense later on, so it ties up. Um, yeah, like, it's... I, I mean, I never actually played the original version. I've only ever played on Rex, but I am aware of the differences. Um, yeah like there's a reason that Coveronic X got remastered not Coveronic Also okay, the... if, you, if you if you're going to have an opening package that gives away your spoilers like immediately yeah that's like you know what the fuck are you doing
1: are on, you <laughs> you, you, <laughs> s- you saw that Brandon
8: yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i told you they spoil <laughs> everything dude
3: <No>. yeah
8: <laughs> idiots they showed Oscar
3: was- early. They hinted at a lot of other stuff. I was like, "Damn."
8: Yeah, but so part of the part of the reason bad. that is because they didn't have a lot of CG to work with, so they had very hmm. limited choice. I mean, that's it's true. just it's a it's. I'm not defending. This is a complete cock up. Um, but unfortunately, it's what like, it's what like,
2: what they did. So you know, uh, how do
1: you feel change. about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio being omitted? Huh?
2: Oh, it's S- about S- Steve's hair.
1: Steve's oh, uh, hair. Yes, change. they
6: changed. Yeah. They did change yeah. his
8: hair, which is like. I—I I I mean, asked. it was better.
6: See, I said he looked more like Drake Bell.
8: <laughs> oh,
3: wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, Lord. And this is why I say he looks like I a discount Leon Four. <laughs> yeah.
5: Ooh, it may, well, maybe, Drake age
3: Yeah.
1: Well. Well, hold on. So, is that really the reason why they changed it? Is because Leonardo DiCaprio?
8: I don't think so.
6: I—I don't, so. don't think so. Oh.
8: I'd I, I no, no, no. Right. Changed, because if you've been this kid who's been like basically locked on an island for several months why do you have a designer haircut
0: mm, you know what that's a great one man. you never know uh what they are be doing there they probably have some hair gel there
8: like here the very yeah, he's, he's got he's got rodrigo to let, ask him to use his stash
1: yes <laughs> yes just say yes
8: good please <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it was, it was getting his little changes. It, I think I think the old style looked a bit silly, um, and that's for Steve. So that's 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 saying something. So, like, I, I look at that and it's like I take him even less seriously than I do anyway. So,
1: okay, so I have to mention the elephant in the room, uh, the whole beatdown of Wesker from Alexia. How do you yep. feel that this whole scene has been altered?
8: Yeah, I already mentioned that. I was okay with it yeah. just for the thing I just explained earlier. Yeah, it was, it was for yeah. the better. Like, it's just like it's a it's an expanded scene. Like, who doesn't like to see more crazy shit? You know, between a genetically modified monster and a genetically modified monster. Like, this is what you want to see, right? It's like it's like watching a like two horses just like beat the piss out of each other. It's great entertainment. Why not? Do you, why do you not want to see more of that?
0: Dead, and also it made more sense by virtue of Chris beating Alexia anyway. So like it would be yes. kind of. Stupid for Wesker to get by who was enhanced super soldier, versus you no know, Chris, who was by all his purposes normal at that point, right? Yeah, I like
1: yeah. that it was a draw. I mean, it's—I know some people prefer the original scene, but at the same time, it's like you know, whatever you prefer, they systematically make sense. Just because you have wesker being introduced into this game with superpowers for the first time and him getting thrown around like a ragdoll i mean it's hilarious don't get me wrong mm-hmm. but in the context of trying to make wesker look strong it makes him look very weak in the process so i see why they changed it
8: yeah exactly and yeah it it just makes more sense what it is now ultimately you know you've spent this time building up wesker again yeah as this threat like and it's like you clearly can't like fight him directly because how the hell are you going to do that you know there's no way you're going to be able to you just got to try and survive and ultimately you still have to build up alexia because alexia is like ultimately the main bad person basically Mm. so yeah Yeah. you you build up one making this crazy power and then they go 50 50 with like the other one it's like great you know they're pretty fucking dangerous too and we know that ultimately we're gonna have to deal with alexia not wesker wesker's there but he's not the main threat so
0: mm-hmm. uh, plus he left the threat to you so like yeah clearly he knew what um what you know, was capable of doing yeah exactly so. yeah
1: so the other change scenes are just like Wesker beating up Chris and Claire because apparently, I, I didn't even know this. That whole scene with him beating up Claire in the courtyard was not in the Dreamcast version. No,
8: no, yeah, and, wasn't. no. Uh, never happened to was that one. Off when I first saw it.
1: Yep.
6: Yeah.
1: And uh, the ending is changed to where he beats up Chris.
8: Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, have the, yeah. the big extended fight, which is also very cool. And again, yeah, it's more, I was also it's found setting that. the ground for later on down the line as well, of course. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason. Plus, it
0: establishes how strong Wesker really is if yeah, he exactly. has not tried. Yep. So I took Chris. I just literally outsmarted him, you know, using yeah. his eagle against um Wesker.
8: Yeah, exactly. And again, it's like, it's nothing, fin- uh, nothing finite, nothing so definitive. You know, they have a bit of a brawl. Um, and it obviously leads down to further down the path, and these two are never going to cross each other paths again, and eventually, Chris is going to have to actually fight him, like, kind of like, man-to-man, basically. And, like I say, he learned he had to get swole, and he did.
7: <clears throat> Praise be to anabolic steroids.
8: I I wasn't going to suggest that he was actually well, on the take here. Like, come on. No, okay, no, he definitely wasn't, though. dedication
0: dedication. speaking, oh, though, Chris definitely would have to pump a lot of iron, though, but, you no, know, everybody make fun of him for taking steroids, but not freaking Wesker, who literally took a whole damn virus to get that strong. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah. like, That's like, steroids. come on. Like, like, you can't, you can't um, shit on one, not the other for that. You know, I'm just saying, like, a little hypocrisy oh, there.
7: Yeah. Wesker cheated. It's just the meme, isn't it? The roids, the meme. <laughs> that
1: Wesker insane. cheated first. That, that's all you got to say. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Wesker did cheat <laughs> first. He yeah. died yeah. first to get there, okay? He died first. Well, yeah, but he didn't
0: yeah, to. <laughs> he had to die to get strong. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's good life lessons, you No,
3: know, your typical yeah. anime moment. Mm. Die first just to get power up. Zankai it boost. Is some...
7: <sighs> it's some 4D Chester, if you think about it. He injected himself with that virus but n- un- he must have known like he must have known that in order to activate its power he would have had to die otherwise it just sits in his bloodstream benign and not do anything so it feels like some 4d chess from
8: my perspective yeah,
0: die natural causes and wake up like wait why am i so strong
8: but, yeah, but he's been running for a while so he probably has some understanding of how the shit works anyway so you know. yeah I mean, yeah birkin yeah. modified it for him in a way yeah, a lot, of they, this, a lot of this has been retconned over time as well. Anyway, so and they changed it to where he
3: was just like genetically modified and other yeah. stuff.
8: Yeah, exactly. Uh, some of the, a lot of plot has been changed over the course of time to better suit. The, yeah, the current narrative—it's just the way. much is. as
3: I don't really like it, I do like how the original idea is that he had to die for the virus to fully reanimate him to be what he was. Oh no, no, no! Like they—they they really established
1: that he had superior DNA the whole time. So that—that's something that we never knew until RE5. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So that was just kind of weird and them messing with it a little bit i i kind of prefer the original way where it was where it's like um birkin told him that hey look this has a 50 50 chance of working either you're gonna die for real or this virus is gonna kick in
3: and you might get
1: some enhancements
3: that's how it was before and then you get to experience those enhancements in umbrella chronicles oh yeah yeah you do which is really cool mm-hmm. even though it does make some of the fights really annoying
7: but I guess have- chronicles has been mentioned here. Just one quick this is going to be a digression, but mm? one of you guys will know who came first with the whole Red Queen, White Queen bullshit? Was it the movies and then the games stole from them? or uh, was it, it the was games the, movies? the movies. Stole I believe the best,
3: yeah. movies yeah, came yeah, to the maybe. Red Queen and then the game made the White Queen. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. And Which I'm bad both.
0: I'm okay yeah. with it because it was not important. Again, because it is canon, because yeah. it's um original scenario to the uh, and plus it's a canon scenario. But it didn't like damage anything or change anything retroactively. Really,
7: it's so a very it was more models- like a behind.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was like more behind the scene type. No, yeah. retcon if you want to call it
3: And I mean, yeah. like Paul, yeah. Paul Anderson's uh pretty much influenced Raising Wolf Four's action. <laughs> to be honest, you know what? Before I can say that
1: before we move on that's a fact yeah before we move on i have a question actually uh side question but it is pertinent because it's not on here have you guys played battle game and what do you think about it
0: oh battle game uh i have not experienced it yet unfortunately because i didn't have the time to play the game all the way
3: i played it and i think resident evil 2 did it better Mm, it, i, I have to it's,
8: it's agree fine. it's like you know it's kind of cool i guess i like the idea that different whoever you play as you have different bosses you've got to deal with mm. i thought that was a nice touch rather than just doing the exact same thing obviously you've got the same set of rooms you'll go through like having like 19 whatever it is but at the end of the of that the boss you take on is different depending on who you're who you're playing as claire takes on nosferatu chris takes on the Gulp. alexia is it alexia I can't
3: yeah, remember. I, I was, yeah, uh, always to too. He'd run this yeah. really with uh, Chris because he has the best setup.
8: Yeah, stuff like that. So, um, you know, I thought that was a nice touch, but it was like, it's fine. You know, it's all right for a blast if you want to have some fun with Wesker and trying to have to like race through so You actually have a chance at the end boss fight, then that's kind of cool, I guess. But it's not. It's nothing groundbreaking. You know, this is. You know, it just isn't at all. The costumes were cool. I'll give it mm-hmm. that. Uh, everyone's alt was
3: pretty cool but
8: yeah yeah the, the alternate outfits are pretty cool
3: so I'm I like
1: really I'm like why is that outfit for Claire where she's wearing the red shorts and the red top why is that not in what? the main game
8: Boy, is that I, I'll be honest I'm surprised that like none of these but I bit the HD remasters that you couldn't like beat the game and then play through the main campaign no, nope. the main game with the alternate outfits I'm surprised they've never done nope. that
3: i remember if i remember correctly chris had like a biker
8: outfit that he could wear yeah chris's was was kind of funky like i actually thought claire thing claire's was great because it was irony of course because the whole umbrella mm-hmm. thing obviously that's obviously great and then and then obviously it obviously proves to me more because of the whole makes you think of the movie where obviously she has to use the umbrellas to defend herself and points at the There, mm-hmm. it's a nice touch so but yeah, sadly, they it's only a been battle game for reasons I don't really understand, yeah. which is a shame because not a lot of people really delve in a battle game that much. Um, and again, it was like it was okay.
3: <laughs> it's a discount mercenaries, pretty much. Yeah,
8: pretty much. It was a mode that was kind of thrown in there. It's not a big deal. Chris you know, Bass fishing. The, the 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 first player version of it is like weird as hell. It's gross. I tried um, playing. I was like, "Oh, I can't do this." It's oh
1: yeah, great. you could play it in first person. I forgot about you that. You could
8: do it. You could do it so you shoot in first person, yes, or even play it's, the whole thing in first person. It's, it's, it's it was very tricky. I it doesn't.
1: It. it doesn't work because once again, you're playing tank controls, fixed camera with a first person viewpoint, and it's it is very disgusting.
8: Mm-hmm. But again, this is like 2000, you know, and. I suppose you could argue be glad that they played around with it here so that they could have a better better actual grasp of the system further on down the line, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, it was fine.
3: For like seven and eight they they yeah, if you didn't if like... you've
8: never played the battle game, you're not missing a whole lot, so yeah.
3: But um And playing as Wesker though was freaking ridiculous.
8: Um, it, was one of the, it was one of the tougher ones. Um, yeah, it's just the I mean,
3: amount of health items he does not have, is the yeah, whole yeah, he continues issue. the
8: trend of if you play the bad guy, he only has a knife and a really difficult like um, post game little side thing, which I thought is is a nice kind of cute trend that they've had for various games. Um, but yeah, like he was, he was very, very tough to beat, very tough.
1: Yeah, I was wondering, like, why do they always give the bad guy the knife first? They did it with Nikolai. Now yeah. they did it with Wesker. It with like,
8: West, uh, it's it's because it's like a, it's the gimmick, you know. It's kind of a cool thing to do, you know. If you want to play as the evil dude, then you're gonna get punished for that because he has. It just makes it really hard. I think it's fine.
1: Apparently, he gets the Magnum though on random chance yeah, 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 in a yeah, slot machine. You,
8: you have to race through the you have to race through basically the whole way to get to the jukebox in time mm-hmm. to get the magnum which you need like, because without the magnum you're fucked yeah, there's two rooms that you need to worry yeah. about which is the bandersnatch and the
3: hunter rooms that's yeah, there's all you a couple it's a couple about.
8: of nasty rooms but yeah it's all about time and if you get if you don't get the magnum you just you can't win so because yeah, i believe he fights alexia i believe alexia wants. Uh, yeah yeah
1: so it's, it's a nice, cool little addition. I just wish that the costumes uh, like Chris Redfield, bass fishing, or um, the yeah. costume you get with Claire in Battle Game with the red shorts and the red top, I wish yeah. that was in the main game as opposed to one of them being a result screen and the other being in the game, but only in Battle Game.
8: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. the fact they never did, they never put in for the, the remasters is a, is a missed opportunity. It's not a big mm-hmm. deal, but it's a shame. I mean, it's
0: extra counter to get for the main game. So I'll like, say, like, it's pretty, at least something they could have done for us.
8: Yeah. Ah, well, it's mm-hmm. a shame. It's it's not a big deal, but it's unfortunate.
0: Yep. Uh, I guess we can go ahead and move on, then, to the next question. What was it? Oh, one last, out.
1: one last thing. One last thing. I will. But one last thing. Uh, Steve doing the headshot trick with the Lugers is awesome in Battle Game. I love it that's a
3: headshot trick
1: yeah you can uh walk up to someone with the lugers point up if they're a zombie and then they will be instantly headshotted. Oh, never knew that yep you can try it out it indeed works it's the
8: only oh. reason those guns are any good
1: oh yeah because otherwise they're <laughs> they really are bad
8: just- yeah. I'll I'll, I when I played as Steve, I just used the freaking uh, the automatic ones. No, well, because everyone does. But the Lucas are there. I, yeah, I, I remember reading somewhere afterwards you could do that, and it's like, well, okay, so that's why they that exist because they're pretty rubbish otherwise.
5: Alright.
1: And now we can move right. on to the uh, PS3 remaster. What yep. do you guys think
3: about that? Never played it. Only played the 360.
8: <laughs> it's. I mean, it's basically the same thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm <laughs> just saying. The same thing. Yeah, it was nice. Now, you know, I, I, I think it was nice. I, I didn't expect it when it came out, like um and they decided it's... to remaster it, but it was I think it was a pretty decent remaster if he's considered. Like everything looked a lot um a lot nicer. Um again it fixed a lot of the um bugs that were present in the original, got a dress, um, you know, um and it was just again like I think it's a nice enough game, and it was a way to try and reintroduce it to people that hadn't played it before. You know, make it more readily accessible. It's not to that not that expensive. Great.
7: It's the mm-hmm. version I play most um, above the others now, yeah. at least.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's the version that I actually got a full playthrough of. <laughs> I never beat it on a GameCube or PS2.
7: Um,
1: the only thing I don't like about this version is that. Well, I, I I'll start with the positives i do like the shadows and the lighting and they fixed that and that was great uh but one thing i don't like outside of the shadows being good is the fact that they decided to put this yellow filter on it's kind of like noticeable and like really well lit areas and it's kind of distracting uh color scheming is a little
8: jarring originally yeah I
3: yeah never really felt that when I played,
1: and the textures are kind of weird when you really look at them because they look kind of muddled. Like I, there's a comparison well, video that I have in there, yeah, uh, where the yeah the original version definitely looks better on textures in my opinion.
0: But right, it's a product of its time because um, given it's the first game to use full on three though, obviously it doesn't look the best. But when he transitions it to HD though, it shows the cracks. Because uh, even, like, you know, use another game from Kaka's Portfolio, Democrat One, for example. Um, Since they blew up the game in HD, right, 720, 1080, wherever the highest resolution for the textures are, you actually can see, like, the outlines of the textures, Um, like, we you stack them together, whatever. You actually can see the outline for them on certain surfaces. So, by them blowing up the resolution, you guys just see the cracks, quite literally.
2: So, it's okay, probably I'm the same sure. case
0: here with um, Resident Evil Call Veronica, where it looks fine in the original because you no, know, it was made for that resolution monitor or these televisions or whatever. So you won't see the more obvious flaws versus you no know, HD. You see everything quite literally.
1: Yeah, but they definitely got the lighting right because uh, I do like that the areas are now a bit more dark as opposed to in the original where it's like all lit up and can't tell yeah. if there's like a zombie uh, coming at you or not in the HD version. So I like that.
0: It's like a like a cool factor like a cooler tint like in the original i believe versus a warm tint to it as well um just by the filter plus yeah. the um low extra light and whatnot so it's like that's a little noticeable difference between the two
7: it's not a bad entry one point. thing that i'm just going to say one thing that my eyes especially picked up on with that hd remaster for ps3 is the flames and fire look a lot more vibrant they are a lot more vibrant i know that's a very small thing to notice but there's there's a lot more there's a lot more intensity in the color does that make sense that's yeah it's great so i
8: mean you just you don't want to walk around you with like fire.pdf like you don't want that you know no, yeah you you I mean, you know, it's it's you know, it has the, you know, obviously the reflection on that. And you don't want to be walking past the fire and it's like your model color doesn't change at all. It's just like it's so jarring. You're like, really? Come on, so
0: There's attention to detail. That's um, is really nice. No, even if it's a small dodo. Um, it will like you appreciate it better. You no, know, in the long term, because you no, know, it just bounces off everything just well. Exactly.
1: All right, so I guess we can move on to number ten, which is an interesting one. So, who wants to yeah. read that?
5: read
7: it. I'll read this one. Oh, oh sorry. You, oh, you no, can read the last ahead. one. Out. Oh go ahead. Sorry, I confused okay. everyone.
5: Ah, uh, crystal you All can right. go ahead and read it then.
7: Yeah. Yeah no you can problem. read the last one uh, number ten, Rose. Number ten, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Some of the fandom believes that Code Veronica has received unfair treatment recently. It said it's unfair that Resident Evil 4 is getting a legitimate remake over CVX. How do you personally feel about this? Ooh.
0: I actually, yeah. I, I actually mm. agree with this, but that's not just, just the remake department. It actually stems mm. um, past that because not, not even just Resident Evil 4 in particular, though. It's like any other game. Go did not get a PC um, release. It doesn't have a PS4. Well, technically it does, still, but it's not um, native. Like the HD versions, right? It doesn't yeah. have that, nor Xbox One version of, uh, of the game. And now, it's not getting a remake, at least as of current year. It's not getting a remake right now. So, yeah, I do agree that the game is getting unfair treatment, especially since it's a mainline title.
5: I feel Yeah, like I that.
0: don't I don't agree with the whole popularity standpoint to a certain degree, though because let's be honest here though, resident evil 3 itself is not a popular game though but narratively speaking they had to remake that game as well so that's why i think like narratively speaking though Run is obviously a very important game because it's mainline so they had to remake it to make it line up better with the current remake continuity they're trying to do here it's going to be them doing it for
1: it's going to be a case of uh personal feelings over capcom thinking well re4 sold like a million copies and all this shit back then and co-veronica really didn't do that well so they're going to be looking at those instead i understand why they should remake it because all these problems we talked about with co-veronica on this podcast could easily be fixed with a remake i'm not doubting that but at the same time i see why they picked that game over cvx because of the whole you know it, one cash is grab. popular than the other. It, it's just a common
0: fact. Yeah, it's going to be cra- yeah. cash cash Let's That's real here because it's Resident Evil 4. Like, arguably, it's still one of the more popular RE titles, even if it's not like the highest yeah. selling one. It's, it's like one of the more wrecked of
8: its time. Yeah.
0: Like, exactly. It's, so, it's just, that's mm-hmm. just the way like it goes.
6: More, I feel like more people, if he ask, you know, most gamers, more people are going to say that they they played Resident Evil 4 over Code Veronica and they would still rather have a remake of 4. Mm hmm.
7: I, I they are will clearly say, really looking Go. at it from the viewpoint of a business perspective, I mean, let's face it, they're a business. They have to. and and at the same time, as was mentioned a moment ago, this game actually was such a blockbuster in terms of what it was. It redefined some of the conventions of modern gaming at the time with the yep. over-the-shoulder camera and whatnot. So the choice mm-hmm. from a business perspective is obvious, even if. A lot of us might not necessarily agree with agree that. With I will say they
1: should remake ko Veronica. It's a missed opportunity if they didn't. If they just said, you know, simply RE4 is it and we're not doing anything else, that would be a missed opportunity, in my opinion.
0: Well, you know, actually, you know, since we talk about the business side of things, though, you no know, they'd be stupid to not try to remake RE5 in that case, then, because, you know, that is the highest selling Resident Evil title by all numbers.
7: You have a point. Uh You have a very good point.
5: I think...
7: I think 5 is now... I think in terms of sheer numbers, 5 has either just recently been overtaken or 2 Remake in terms of sheer sales is right behind it. If if if
0: we talk individual skills... Um Yes, um seven itself is highest selling Resident Evil game by one skew, but we talking about like all versions of said games, though five is number
7: one. Yeah, yeah I, d- yeah, I do take that point. That that that's good a, p- a good point. Yeah, Shadow, how do mm. you feel about this?
8: It's a very difficult question to approach objectively. I think is the issue with this. Mm. It comes a lot down to what you've played, what you haven't played what you enjoy resident what you don't enjoy Resident Evil and ultimately if you prefer the old style games or if you more enjoy the much more actiony style of later on. I think it's the problem with this. Like Resident Evil 4 ultimately is it just means more as a game. It's a bigger title. It did more for the series. It did more for gaming as a whole um like i love cvx a lot i've always enjoyed it um i think it's a it's a better game i think people give it credit for um has lots of cool little bits and pieces but it's a niche title and that's just unfortunately because of how it was brought about with being on the dreamcast like you're going down the niche street you're forced into that and while it's been 20 years like it's still the way it goes resident evil 4 was one of the biggest games of its era um now it depends also on how wh- wh- how you decide if something requires uh requires a remake do you judge something needing a remake because of the money it can make do you judge it a remake from how much of an impact remake in the game would have do you judge doing a remake from you know whatever else basically it's it's a difficult question to answer without some subjective bias and personal preference which is why you get a lot of different answers on this um yeah like i think ultimately, i don't think it's difficult as well because you have to look as well at the the current version of the games you know if you play uh resident evil four and like it's you've got two versions you've obviously got the most like up-to-date official version which still to my reckoning i think plays fine um, and there is also the, I forget what it's called, but there's like, uh, isn't there like a, a modded version or something like that that someone did of the game? That, like with like HD textures, something like that? Oh,
3: the HD project. That's uh, that HD project. almost
8: finished. That is almost HD project. finished. Yes, that's what I was going to talk about there. And the game looks absolutely fantastic. And to be honest, like, that's probably not. Far right off. For it. Yeah, it, it, it's a huge, massive overhaul of how the game looks, and it's, and it's great. If that exists. Do you really need to remake the game? I don't know. I don't think you really need to. CVX could probably, as a game, benefit a lot more from the time and the effort, even though you'd have to basically rebuild the game from more or less the ground up, and you'd probably play around with the plot just like you did with RE2 and 3, change some bits and pieces, stop Steve being a creep. That'd be great, please, thank you. Um. But ultimately, RE4 is going to get the nod. It's just as a, as a game, as to what it means, and the fact that so many people played that game, and kind of recognize it as a stronger title. It's just the one's going to get the nod. Um, well, whether that's right wrong, Shad- I think comes down to your subjective taste. At the other day,
0: yeah, see, so Shadow, like you have you have a point though. But here's the thing though, like nobody in the fandom was literally asking for a remake for RE4, right? more people well, asking for a remake for co-veronica yeah of course you're going to have those few people though that's the thing i get it though yeah but let's, let's not let's not care ourselves here though. the real reason why Capcom is remaking this game because it's already four like yeah. let's not beat around the bush here for that like
8: yeah that that, that is the truth as yeah. i say uh, as the game that would benefit more from being remade is co-veronica for mm-hmm. sure but mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not the one that's going to happen it's going to be re4 um i would love i I think i would love for cvx to get like a proper remastering you know using the re engine like i think it could be a really really entertaining game um and i think it'd be really cool you can play around a lot more obviously already you've introduced the whole changing of character business so you can play around with that more Mm -hmm. um you know i think it could be really really good and very very enjoyable but it's not it's not going to happen before re4 there's just no way um and i ultimately don't believe cvx will get a remake um i just i feel like capcom views it as too niche to want to put in the time and resources to do so i think that's how they view it unfortunately it's much more beneficial for them to deal with four they can print a shitload more money with that than they would do with coveronica that's just the truth um you know and once re4 is done Maybe they might do that. I don't know. If they do RE4, why not do RE5? One of the biggest selling games of all time. You know, and you just, you end up going down this rabbit hole, sadly. So that that's my take on it. I, I'd love for it to happen. I think it'd be really good. It'd benefit the game a lot, especially if it's difficult to get hold of now properly. But I just, I don't think it's really going to happen, sadly. Um, yeah, even... I just
6: kind of want to throw this out there, real quick. Has anyone played through the demo for the fan-made version of Code Veronica?
2: No, not... nope. nope, Personally, I, I'm not necessarily. I, I, I
8: threw a lot of footage around. Of it. I thought it was it was for what it was at its time. I thought it was kind of nifty. You know, it was like a kind of an eye of what could have been. I think, was, yeah. I think it was. Honestly, like, it was I'm not
0: necessarily interested in like no fan remakes per se, because sometimes <laughs> their ambition could get a little overboard. yeah so, like, like... I just generally don't try to pay attention to them though. But to give credit to the um co-veronica remake though, um fan remake, it definitely does feel like what Kakum could theoretically do for a remake.
1: Um like I'm gonna be honest, I don't like the premise of people uh making fan remakes for resident evil and saying we're gonna try like 10 different camera styles and it becomes a bloated mess i i I just really feel like that could be put into one singular camera angle that works and everything's fine you don't have to do like 10 of them and i don't use like anything but three you know yeah
8: but top of that so. Yeah, the, the trap is you just throw a ton of stuff at the wall and to see what sticks
1: yeah that's how what it sticks. feels like to me and i, I don't really i'm and not about... it
8: by calling it additional content even though you may not use half it and half it may not be of any use whatsoever but that's the defense
1: i i said this in the horror discord capcom would do something like that and they would monetize it and people would be mad yeah
8: yeah yeah Mm-hmm. I agree but with because that. Because it was an indie developer, it's like they get a pass for it, which, you know, it's fine, I guess. If you want to experiment and ex- and kind of play around with stuff, then that's their decision. And, you know, some, like I say, with the whole modding community, some mods are pretty cool, but a lot of them aren't, unfortunately. That's just the way it goes.
5: I
1: was going to say something about the Co Veronica remake, but my brain just like blanked out. So what? I guess I got to wait till it comes back. Pretty much. <laughs> Uh, oh never mind Uh, I I got it so Capcom what they're gonna do with the future of remakes is uncertain but I feel like because RE2 did well and RE3 recently like is a hit apparently because they sold like 4 million I do believe they're gonna keep remaking games I'm not sure what the future will be after RE4 but I still feel like if that does well they're gonna remake more and more and more and then the question will become will these remakes be good or not considering how they've changed so much content within them and how people view them
0: i just don't yeah. want this to become the norm for risen evil because for the last what four or five years we had you no know, new game remake new game remake new game so I don't want this to become a piano effect, where it's like new game remake, new new game remake, literally every year well, for yeah, every years.
8: The, the danger you have is you start remaking games for the hell of it, and this is something yeah. that I brought up, anyways, with when Remake Two came out, and Remake Two was like great. You know, it was a fantastic game, widely received as a really, really fantastic title, and which it was. Um, and Resident Evil Three was still fine. Um, it didn't live up to the hype. It kind of was never going to do See, so, but it was still a reasonable playthrough. But that's the thing though. I, that's
0: why I don't want them to do constantly do remakes though, because you no, know, Resident Evil Three, unfortunately, is a victim of it being a poor remake, despite it being a good game. No, because of nature it's how just, they schedule yeah, the games out. As, now, as
8: so- a survival horror game, it's pretty yeah. alright, but in re- in regards to what it's actually meant to be, it's it's not. It it struggles, and the problem is is like they've already said they want to do you know if they decide to redo re4 there's already questions about does this game really need a remake um and then if you do re4 like where do you go next like, if you do RE5, does RE5 need a remake? Really? I don't think so. Uh, um, RE5 is you're like, not, what are you going to be? In, into that. Like, I don't really see a lot of point in going back to, say, Resident Evil 1 and doing another remake of that. Like, it doesn't really do anything. Well,
0: I don't agree with that sentiment, only because if they're going to keep a consistency with their continuity timeline, they will have to remake Cover not sorry, not Verona, but 0 and 1, especially yeah. 0, because, you know, you go to old locales and um and resident Evil two. No, resident Evil two locales. English, sorry. So with that in mind, on top of the continuity stuff from remake one, you gotta have to have some consistency there because remake two and three, you no, know, especially you no know, three to a certain degree, um changed so much in the continuity that was set in place with these um uh, with the sequels of the originals, two and three and whatnot and of course to remake, you know, use the foundation of the original to a T with the lore plus added stuff that was important. whatever. so you're going to have no they have to remake one and two or just rule out the
8: remake. Okay. I think I think they I think they have to like they got to stop because like again, it's like, you have to you have to justify why you're remaking old games because otherwise the perception is you're just basically redoing old games because you f- can't think of anything new. That's the perception, isn't it? Otherwise, yeah, it, it yeah. Is. Like that, if they... that's how it occurs, and and this is the problem that I think gaming has had for a long time. Of you know, it suddenly became like it got introduced when they brought out like the um like the mini PlayStation, uh, you know when when that first came out, um, and it was really cool. You know, this idea you could like have this or the mini NES, wasn't it first, um, when that first came out. And then all of a sudden it was like this big trend to like uh, redo old games and kind of bring them back from the, from the, from like the the old ages and then start, you'd start remaking these old games. And it's been a phase in gaming for a few years or so, but I, it's not sustainable. You can't keep doing it because you get to a point where you're just remaking them for like almost as cash cows and people see this and they will point out and say, you know, unless you're doing something pretty substantial as a change, like you're just giving it like a a new coat of paint and trying to sell us a game for a second time and why should i buy it
0: yeah like again like resident evil 3 is the victim of this you know Mm. given the nature of how that came out to be though but like if they remake like say re5 for example though they should just take cut concepts and put them inside the game you know i get the room there for like a long time was like they're going to have Barry in the game and jill was going to Actually, return as a playable character throughout the campaign. You and she was supposed to help you out defeat Wesker. I'm not sure how all this is true or not, but it, it was after, right? So if some of this is actually true, then they could reestablish really that you know in um, the five remake. But you know that would be one way to justify a five remake is just return old stuff that they couldn't do originally. You no, know, am I on the spin?
7: If you do this, you need to do it with a sense of purpose. Otherwise, you risk running into a situation where you're essentially oversaturated and then you've got that negative public perception where people could potentially treat Resident Evil, at least from a viewpoint perspective, of how they now treat things like Call of Duty, where, you know, it does, I don't discredit the fact that it still has a fairly strong, substantial fan base but there's still a large amount of the gaming community that just roll their eyes and go, oh, God, another Call of Duty. We get one every year. And you don't want that negative perception on Resident Evil, do you?
5: Yeah, it's, okay, it's, in it's fairness,
8: though, had before.
0: Uh, uh, in fairness, though, going back in time, like literally since Resident Evil 2 all the way down to Umbrella Chronicles, we literally had a Resident Evil game every single year at that point, it, at least two games at certain years. Then you go down to um, Mercenaries 3D. No, since then, all the way down to Resident Evil 6 we had three games in 2012 obviously though so like that thing is there though just you know the problem is though, the quality of the games that were very quality which speaks for itself No, you know if it comes out every year though if the game is at least good and it shows that it's really good then i don't think people would care but if we yeah. do run into the problem where the games are like quality enough to justify a yearly release or something along those lines right then yeah you know people will be asking questions in that regard
7: i didn't initially consider it from that point of view but you know you, you have a point I, I hadn't thought about it but a lot of these games did come out in a very very rapid sort of sequence to the point where if you if you're a player who's kind of just immersed in the games and a fan of the series you might not notice it as much yes you made yeah, a good exactly. point there. you
5: did
0: as a, like i said people always harp on Capcom for mm-hmm. making resident evil every year quote-unquote continues to support Resident evil. like i don't care as long as they're actually good no quality i would be happy to buy it or whatever because these people say i will not buy the next game but guess what they're going to buy them anyway these like literally the last four games broke records well sort of not on sort of three but again that's irrelevant these games were breaking records left and right so clearly these guys are buying them so it's irrelevant they come out every year
8: resident evil mm-hmm. dro- um, drove itself into unpopularity so they did the best thing they just went away for a while and yeah, Resident Evil 6 had a two-year break afterwards. You know, yeah, Revelations they did, they came they, out yeah, in 2015. Didn't do anything, you know. 6 obviously was like, saw a lot of uh, however you want to describe it. Um, it didn't receive great press. Um, and I Well, think that, it's not just it was, 6 too, my head. They realized they were just making too much shit, and they had to Stop.
0: Well, yeah, not just mm-hmm. 6 too I might add, because, like, 2012 was the year of three Resident Evil titles, Revelations, okay, Operation, and, of course, 6, right? Revelations yeah. came out the better of the, um, you know, three, honestly. But, yeah, yeah it, the cracks were showing at that point where Katkin were a little too ambitious yeah. with Resident Evil. So they had to scale it back. Yeah.
1: And look where they are now. hmm I just say that because of what I said in chat, that should be accurate, where it's like they did say that we're going to fulfill our promise of making other remakes of other franchises and and i think that statement because shadow is correct about it it's a victim of itself because they know that re is super popular they get money from it so they're gonna look at that first and then probably look at some other stuff second that's not like street fighter or monster hunter etc uh but they did say we're gonna remake other games that's not RE, so maybe they should look at like maybe other survival horror titles like Dino Crisis or anything else that they have lined up because people are also asking for those things and they're kind of not delivering on it.
8: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've said for a while like a proper like an RE engine style Dino Crisis one like could it'd be, be an absolutely fantastic game. Yeah,
2: but it's a
8: very big project. And yes. like it's it's still a series that not like more people have heard of it than have actually ever played any played of them. It, yeah, um, uh, you know, I, I partially will live, blame Capcom for that though
0: because they really dropped the ball with on Crisis. Yeah, um, yeah, post- yeah, well, of course they did.
3: yeah.
8: That 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 is their that's a fault of their own making. But it's still the situation regardless of whose fault it is. That's the situation you're mm-hmm. in. And it's
0: kind of like the Darth Sucker situation where the characters are actually more popular and more well-known outside of their own series. Like, for example, the character Morgan, she's more known in the Versus series versus her own series, that kind of deal. But yep. that's a problem that also has. Yeah.
8: yeah, you say Dino Crisis, and it's like... It's, the series has, like... A, because enough time has passed, a lot of the failings of the series have kind of been quietly pushed aside, and it's, like, viewed as a was a decent enough like the first game was a pretty decent enjoyable game but unfortunately it's over 20 years old um Ooh. and if you want to remake that game like i say i still think um you know a proper style um remake i think would be great and you know what the hell like you could do that um you know get freaking uh whoever it was a voice jill you know get her to voice regina great like it's a perfect fit i mean it's basically the same character right
5: pretty, pretty much,
8: much so you know it would would be a very it's a difficult one because it's a lot of work like you're it's you're basically you're it's the next closest thing to just making a completely brand new ip because it is very not very if you said to someone like you said general person like what do you remember of dino crisis like they're gonna say okay it was dinosaurs that's in the name, okay. Uh, it was made by Capcom. It was kind of like Resident Evil, okay. Anything else you remember? Silence. That's yeah. your problem. So, um, yeah, it's not so... like Resident Evil, which has a lot of like familiarity, which you can kind of try and use and build on. You know, mm-hmm. Resident Evil. You know, Resident Evil Two had Leon. Uh, Resident Evil Three had Jill, who are still very relevant in today's kind of um gaming um still whereas Don't Crisis doesn't have that it's a game that's basically over 20 years old uh Darn of Crisis 2 like and 3 like don't even really ever get mentioned so oh it's, uh, it's that's a-
0: not true Wait. 2 is definitely the one that people really talk about No, it's always a t- toss up between 1 and 2 and Millie though but 2 is definitely that um yeah, top I mean, I suppose so, although it's
8: probably not a good thing
5: no, no it's a great sure
0: thing it man 2 is fucking
8: amazing No, It was fine, except for one one absolutely, absurdly arbitrary backtracking, which really pissed me off, and a plot which made no fucking sense.
0: I mean, in fairness though, Dino Crisis plot never made sense, because you had time traveling
8: dinosaur shit, like... I mean, at least one, I was able to suspend my disbelief. Like, two, (laughs) just like, good grief.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, you have have future people in there. Dino Crisis, it had to be a reboot, then a remake.
8: Whatever you want to call it, like it's a, it's a, mean, it's a it's a basically a ground up um redo, um you use the general premises, you bring Regina and back, and you bring like the the dudes back from the first game, but it's basically a brand new IP. Yeah,
7: um, yeah, like, honestly, remaking it,
0: uh, remaking yeah. it by virtue will be a reboot because no, he saw how drastically they did with like say the Resident Evil remakes, right, the current ones. Yeah. So it's like it's gonna be you know a very very fresh take on. Oh yeah, so you might as well no call it a reboot at that point. Reimagining, you remake uh, is just
3: a reimagining. A reboot is actually restarting the entire franchise from the ground up.
8: Yeah, whatever mm. you want to call it. No but shit. It could be really, really good, but it needs the time and the effort put into it to, to allow it to, to to do so. But it could, if it was done properly, be very, very fun.
7: Reimagining. Yeah. It would be nice. It would be nice to see that as well if only for the fact that due to well at least i think feel free to correct me if you disagree here due to dino crisis comparative obscurity you know when compared to resident evil there's also made it a nightmare to get hold of the original game in the retro game market it's getting expensive to get because i'm trying to get hold of it now for recording segments on my channel and good god is it getting expensive very expensive. And
8: is it like even particularly available on like e stores or anything? Like I don't. Actually oh, it is like, available like, on PlayStation. On the PS. Yeah,
0: store? it's on PlayStation Three though. Cause, but remember though, um, Sony is trying to like kill that store eventually. So yeah, it, once okay. that goes, then the only way to get it is literally through um the Seven Cs
8: or, or emulation. emulation.
1: Your horror. And I don't mind that because mm-hmm. the Dreamcast version is uh supposedly good.
8: It is. Yeah. It's actually a
3: really cool mm-hmm. version because the Dreamcast actually tells you your status and your ammo and danger, danger, press this button. You know what? Cool. Those
0: features are really cool and all, but how many of you people are actually going to look down on your um thing? Often <laughs> I, I,
3: I've done that. Before. Actually, I've done it. I've done it quite a bit. Like the, like the Playing on a DS before really makes you a Boy, that's a
0: ds though you look at both screens technically at the same time i'm talking about like no looking at your tv looking down like it's the same yeah I, with, with, with I, I, I,
3: I never liked it like say so with
0: the
8: remakes of re2 and re3 like i never,
1: i think the I vmu was RE2. like also on co-veronica as well right yeah
8: yeah it was. i think so
1: yeah so, so, like,
8: so yeah uh, the
0: technology is cool and all though but no the gimmick is like not a selling point for me
1: it was all right for what it was i, I kind of liked it because i mean on screen you don't have those sort of features so it's like a nice little gimmick but i i wouldn't if i had like a dreamcast solely because i used my brothers uh i would not go out and get this sort of peripheral because i kind of hate having to buy something else to utilize like the game to its fullest like potential uh i, I hated getting like those for ps2 all the time 24 7 so i kind of like stopped after a while but maybe Maybe for some things, but not for everything. Also, Jesus Christ, that is
6: expensive. (laughs) Oh my God, these prices.
7: Yeah, yeah. I also don't want to make the European sad, but I do not think Dino Crisis 1 is on the European PSN store for PS3. This is why I was asking, because I I, I, uh, I might be right there. I will tell you something now that makes me super mad as well because survival horror and I know a few of you here will appreciate it. Parasite Eve 1 isn't on the European PSN store. <gasps> Damn it. Re- it, it really upset me.
3: I'm sorry. Alright, Parasite so Eve needs indexing. Come on, Square Enix. But uh getting back on Square. track, we
5: yeah
1: about it. We we need to uh move on to question eleven it is yeah, thank
0: you for reminding us. me because god that conversation was really good i think it needed to happen but jesus yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but it's, a deep dive. That it's a deep
1: dive but but we it's a, it's a segue back into uh the previous thing we brought up which is the remake of co-veronica so hypothetically speaking if capcom were to remake co-veronica what would you want them to do with it especially when it boils down to adding or scrapping ideas
0: I want them to return, like, scrap the ideas most over anything else though. But I don't know what they should add because I don't know much of the conceptualist side of things for Well, But like know, them
8: to like retain a lot of kind of like the, the artistic feel and like the the style of the game, Veronica has always occurred. It's kind of like a very kind of like gothic-y sort of game. Yes. um yeah with, it's a like, it's european its music uh, uses style. there's lots of piano and lots of kind of very um you know orchestral stuff which i always thought really lent itself to the game and i would be pretty disappointed if they kind of went away from that because i think it's part of the game's identity
0: yeah i agree they like, like should, if anything feel. double down on the european oceana type um architect if anything because no since you know obviously mm-hmm. given the technology they couldn't like bring it to its fullest. Uh-
3: Use the Gothic Victorian shit they've been doing.
0: Yes, double down it.
6: I will say that um, I'm going to bring up the remake for Resident Evil Three for just a moment. Compared mm-hmm. to the original for Carlos, the way they remade him and the remake, I really, really hope they give him the same treatment for Steve if they were to do a remake.
5: Yeah,
0: yeah, I have he, a blueprint
3: in Darkseid. I mean, Darkseid I mean, did a really good job at making Steve more likable and not, and like, not a whiny character. It was a lot better, and I pr- like really prefer a lot. M- like, Steve is actually a good character in Darkseid. Fair, yeah.
8: Uh, said, yeah, it it it. Gaming changed a lot, you know. Whiny does not get anyone anywhere in 2021, so they'll yeah. they'll they'll that'll definitely be addressed for sure. I imagine there will be some play around with uh. The game, as on well regards to light, like, I suspect they'll expand like a Steve section rather than just like a quick run through of the basement shooting shit to clear the way. I imagine they might actually not make a standalone section, but I imagine they'll give him a, a much more expanded area. Um They'll probably play around with Chris as well, and maybe they'll, you know, they'll. Be, I imagine there'll be a lot more again like the cause and effect stuff of things you do. Um, early in the game might have an impact later on when you're visiting these areas. I yeah. strongly suspect that will, that will definitely happen. as
0: yeah, well. there's one thing I actually kind of want them to do though. This might be a lot of work for Capcom considering, though they like to like at least cut corners a lot on certain aspects currently. But I would like for them just actually separate the three into three campaigns though. But you unlock two of them. Start with Claire. You unlock Steve and then unlock Chris. I was or, gonna say um, that because just have it. Mm-hmm.
1: You you could do something with his dad, like that would be kind of like it. A little bit more emotional. if They mm-hmm. did something like that.
0: Yeah. Too much. Work, you already though. know. Steve, you already know Steve's fate, so like, might as well like have his own separate campaign, and you go through the end until you know his eventful thing.
8: Maybe even have- like you have it like, a lot of it reasons, like You you could still have it as one sort of big thing, and you kind of. uh you know, you go back and forth a little bit. You could have it a bit more distinct from each other. There's a few different ways you could take it, but I, I yeah. would be surprised if they went that direction. I imagine they'll still go down the one linear campaign and you just switch characters a couple of times here and there.
3: There's yeah. one thing yeah. that, that would I would like in a hypothetical remake is that instead of just a uh, freaking uh, Roddy freaking dying to the worm, at the beginning, why not have Chris and him just, like, continue on for a while in the island, and when, right before Chris leaves, have the worm fight and Roddy die there, where he could just have a lot more time, character development, and shit. So
8: maybe maybe make sure, maybe he helps you out with, like, a later boss fight, and he dies there yeah. instead.
0: Like, and, you know, I, that's I'm some a little oh, different Harry. here. How about make him survive? Because mm-hmm. I think he earns
8: something, you know? He's, like, he's not going to survive. Like, wow. oh. he, he should, like, come on, let him He survive, probably man. should, well, but he won't. I think
3: his death is just a lot more, uh, just more impactful than him living.
2: Well, what was the... uh,
3: Damn, okay.
8: Yeah, I see
3: how
2: that is. What did R.E.T. the 2 remake do? Like, was it Untold Stories or something? Yeah, 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 Untold Stories. Go Survivor Survivor Survivor. Yeah, that's it, Mm -hmm. yeah. Where you could have like a, a chapter where you played as Rodrigo or something, maybe.
5: Yeah, He's exactly. Cool. You, you cool oh. Have have your
8: linear campaign and then like have some post game content where you plays them a little bit more and have their own little bits. Like Rodrigo, you could have like what happened when the HCF first attacked. Um, you could you could play around with all sorts of different bits and pieces, definitely.
0: So you want a canonical version of Ghost Survivors, just you no know, have him actually, you know, do something. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea for like a potential DLC though. Just also have Wesker in it, you know, doing his own shit. Before you <laughs> run a so, um,
5: yeah.
8: Yeah. before, I, I think, during, yeah. and after the game, yeah, I, I think given that that kind of like that setup already exists, it's a much easier to kind of do it again for Co Veronica, where I think it's it's still fairly beneficial. So, I, I, I don't see why. I mean, if I was developing this game, I would very, I would look at that very, very heavily and think, yeah, i would probably do that. Ex- you know.
1: <laughs> Explain more of Hive Host Catcher Force, please
8: yeah I mean it will do there's there's no doubt that that plot Fred will be explained in much more uh, much more detail. There's no question about that because it's it was kind of just to me it was felt like it was kind of just thrown in for the sake of being there, but obviously as it's turned out as time's gone on, it's like you know with everything that's happened with Wesker. It it definitely deserves a bit of fleshing out, and I imagine that.
0: Would you happen. you know um I glad you mentioned that too because how did Claire have like all her original clothes still? Because she should be in prison garb or it's the equivalent for um. I mean, they know, only
8: her. just they literally only just arrested her, and jumped her <laughs> yeah, in,
0: but and yeah, of she was in um what part of Europe was it? She was in France. She was in France, right? And she they went to um, what island was it? Rockford Island. Uh, Island, Rockford Island. Is... So, how far is that between two, though? Because by that point, then she should have, you know, been more indoctrinated into the prison system for Umbrella by that point. In
3: the position of Rockford Island is near Antarctica. Yeah. It's near, yeah. in like, the middle of, like, the of uh the Pacific. Is that right? The Pacific Ocean. Yeah,
0: but how far is that from France, in particular? Uh, uh, I don't have
7: It's a sizable distance, I believe. Sizable yeah, distance. It, it's so I think it's way. between. Like, between like
3: you'd be more near like Cuba that had a, if that would be more of a ideal location
8: as okay, uh, yeah. it's, it's of as ones where like logically speaking yes it makes more sense that she would be but ultimately like it's one of those things you just ignore for the sake of like character and design you know, like you're not really like, like playing through the campaign with Claire in like an orange jumpsuit doesn't quite sell quite as well.
0: Oh, and that'd be an orange jumpsuit. Plus, they could, she could probably find her old clothes again because I doubt they would just, you know, burn right away. Yeah, though. I suppose
8: you could do that. Like you had the very opening part of the game, like she is, and then she finds her old get up. I mean, like she had with her. i, I could hmm. get behind that. Plus, uh, it'd be a
0: nice throwback to the classic games of just you running, um, running loose in, in an outbreak, and then you eventually find your Barons, and then they'll you know, yeah. go out and action. So, I could get behind
1: two two other things i want real quick is uh i kind of want alexander to be expanded like more lore as to why he cloned these sort of uh dna offsprings of himself with uh alexia and alfred and then maybe like they could do something with the kill house because that was in dark side chronicles where you could explore like this sort of um i forgot what it was called a shooting range where it's like zombies in
3: there it was like a training ground for like the soldiers on base
1: yeah they, they could do something with that because that whole level was unique in dark side chronicles with the zombies and everything and it was of unique,
3: course but annoying as fuck.
1: yeah definitely like alfred's game was to Torment Claire and make her go through trials and tribulations. So why not just have that area with her and Steve where they're trying to get out, or maybe Claire by herself, and it could be a whole creepy level where everything's dark and you're trying to find out what am I gonna do with this kill house? Because this wasn't in the original, and they could do something with that. So what do you guys think of that? Maybe like some cut levels or some stuff they introduce in Darkside Chronicles coming into the remake.
3: I mean, yeah. it'd be cool, it's just that... Yeah, uh, I'd like it. ...have mm-hmm. so many bad memories of Kill House trying to get a no-damage run. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, I mean,
8: oh. I, I think it makes sense. Like, it's kind of just thrown in there as, like, an aside. I mean, you could definitely have, like, a little bit more exploration to it. And just kind of, like, yeah, I'd be alright with that. If they made
3: it, like, a puzzle section, that would be pretty cool, in my opinion.
8: Yeah, I mean, I could... Yeah, I could see that
7: not beyond the realm of possibility e- even if you don't necessarily well you could get something particularly from kill house or there'd be a very good chance if they remade this that they would take creative liberties and add different things or new things in anyway, just like they did with two remake it's, there's a very in fact it's almost dead cert link linking into remakes just quickly just for capcom's mindset sake didn't they state that they were bringing resident evil 4 remake back in house because they wanted to take more creative liberties as opposed to a one-to-one remake
1: uh, like,
7: i forgot the story it behind that
1: but so. it, it was a lot of stuff going down with uh m2 and they said you know uh we wanted to do a more one-for-one remake of re4 capcom was like yeah we want to take some liberties here but we want to get the original dev 1 team that did remake 2 on board so uh the game supposedly went back to the woodshed with dev 1 as sort of a creative lead and then m2 is like support now uh so basically after remake 3 they decided to give it back to the remake 2 team
0: yeah like i said this too like um on one hand it's cool that they actually want to do a more faithful one for one ish type remake versus what they did with um remake three but on, on another hand though catcom has more room to negotiate things because one is their IP, obviously, so you can do what the fuck they want right but on top of that though they made the objectively better game you no, know, out of the two right so if anything though going by the fandom's masses though they have more right you no know, more say into like okay no we're gonna do this our way versus you doing one for one right because they already messed up messed up one by um by not going one for one versus you no know, the other.
7: So I mean keeping that in keeping that in mind with the way they you know they would typically prepare, prefer to do things, you can safely say that creative liberties would almost definitely be taken with Code Veronica, wouldn't? Yeah, they? Like, it's they a guarantee a one
8: for one. But yeah. I, I think that's fine. I think you know if you're going into it and expecting everything to be as faithful to the original, then you've obviously not really. Yeah, been that's not realistic. To no, these remakes, yeah, like that's not how it works. Like these are these play with the story. They'll mess with bits and pieces here and there. They'll you know it's its own separate canon line, effectively, or it's like a revised canon or whatever the hell you want to look at it as. But things are going to mess around with, and like if that's not your cup of tea, then so be it. But like it's it's going to happen, and I still think generally speaking, it's for the better, anyways. You know, like people that have played the game before can't necessarily expect what exactly is going to happen. Um, but you can still obviously appreciate the general direction of the story, and I think ultimately, again, like if you've never played the original Co Veronica before, it's still a new adventure, and it's probably one that's better suited to a 2021 audience than playing a game that's 20 years old which, you know, some of those plot points and some of the way some of that stuff is done has not aged great.
1: Is there anything Mm -hmm. you guys Uh, want cut or want changed, like, at all?
0: Well, aside from the obvious technical flaws we mentioned
8: earlier, um... It's yeah. a tricky one. I I don't really think that much needs like messing around with. Um, I think like there's some areas I think that could do with a bit of expansion. Uh, I reckon the actual Alfred, the, the, the Ashford Manor, I think could probably do with a little bit of extra um depth to it. I thought and it was the a really cool area, but you, you're not there for very long, sadly. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you can rework the way that you. Some of like the uh the, the changes are made uh, between characters, um so it's not so jarring. Maybe what you do is instead of sharing an inventory, like each character has again we have like their own inventory they're using, so you're not in a situation where like you change from uh, Chris to Claire suddenly, and all your weapon reads on Chris and Claire's screwed like well, yeah, know I- do
0: so you do actually um. Well, uh, this should change how Chris inter- um, goes towards um, Fire's Alexia, right? If anything, though, um, one, remove all the items from one person's inventory and put it inside the inventory box, right? And then, uh, of course, vice versa, we need to switch back, you know, because, of course, you need to go towards the inventory box anyway to get your stuff, right? So what yeah, it should you- do is um, put you in a position where you're next to the inventory box immediately, and go get your gear, and then go trigger the next sequence involving that character.
8: I don't know. I mean, the problem is that it's, it's a tricky one. I mean, you look at how they've done it previously with, like, obviously with the Carlos sections, mm-hmm. um, but the Carlos sections are small kind of, like, minor things and, like, they have their own existence, so you can get what? away with basically... Like, he has his own separate inventory, but obviously he didn't actually play him for all that much. Chris is a much more expansive, like, he will play a what? significant portion of the game as him, so... The thing Just is, though, with the Carlos
0: section, though, is that um in the original, though, whatever items you pick up, at least far as I'm concerned, you put an inventory box, though. Jill could use it. Like, for example, the um the AK, like, Claire could use it. Neckler, she's like, Jill could use it, right? But on, like, a remake, though, whatever items you pick up as Carlos, though, that's it. He has it. You can't transform mm-hmm. over yeah. to um Jill. So, yeah. like, that, that's a little different in that regard
8: yeah you can go both ways but i i think maybe just giving their own distinct inventories i i don't think is a bad answer it solves the issue of like changing characters and like feeling punished for not knowing there was going to be a change you could say and warn the cat the player that it's about to be a change of character but that kind of gives the story away so you can't really do yeah. that i don't think that really works so I think that's how I would approach it. Rather than like sharing an inventory, I would probably just give them their own their own weaponry and then yeah. their own instances and you deal with it as, mm-hmm. as you as you go across. Like and the then you could even approach. have situations where <laughs> say like um you know going through the Antarctic base, for example, like you could be playing obviously as Claire and like you've got certain weapons, but you're finding ammo types for um that she just can't use for weapons that she simply doesn't she doesn't have um and thus those get left there for later on when when chris comes and again it's more of that kind of like the feeling that you're kind of the cause and effect that you're following what's happened afterwards and then you're like picking up the stuff which they did anyways if you think some of the attache cases like when you go through with claire are locked away like you can see them you can't physically access them but you do later on when you play through as chris so i think that's how i would run with it because it's not you're not just playing as chris for like Two 20 minute sections, you're playing as him for like several hours. I think that this justifies is, having his own. Event it's the like.
3: second main character,
8: yeah. So yeah. I I think it eliminates enough issues, um, and doesn't like you know, it, it also doesn't like devastate like suspension disbelief of like putting all your equipment in as Claire and then starting off with Chris and just being like crazy powerful and then it kind of unbalances the game. So I think that's what I'm
7: looking looking at it from where we were 20 years ago to where we are now in terms of how gaming has evolved in terms of a lot of gaming now it's far more streamlined so i would go so far as to say what's or what shadow just said or something along the lines of what shadow just described to us would be classed as a a necessary quality of life improvement because a lot of you know more modern gamers 20 years on would be very frustrated if we had a system like the one we had in code veronica in modern resident evil now that's just my take on it though and i might be wrong so feel free to you know contest me modern gamers are
5: spoiled
0: insert Boomerhead. they well i mean, I, mean
1: I i think people if they play code veronica for the first time now they definitely would notice that spike when they reach chris like and i feel like maybe there will be someone out there that will complain about that but again i i do believe quality of life and improvements would help in knowing that yes um i want to make sure that these two people have different inventories and they function differently And how do we apply that to the game where it's balanced and it's not too easy, but at the same time not too frustrating? Because I believe one pitfall that RE2 had was while the game was immaculate on balance, I fucking hate that G-Mutant segment where you're in the basement and they grab you and it's annoying and Mm. they're not fun to fight and deal with. So I, I would like bosses where they are versatile or enemies where they're versatile as opposed to just being these pitfalls where it's like oh my god each time i get to the segment this is the worst part of the game
0: things are like i don't want them to make the game too basic no i mean uh, i mean i'm not saying that
7: that's
1: true i'm not saying that i'm just saying that maybe for some segments or maybe for some other things they could not only make things versatile but make things where it's like uh we have all these interesting enemies like the bandersnatch and these surprises so let's do something more with that as opposed to saying this is long stringy man with they, like long arms you can tie them on stairs
0: you know i'm worried about the versatility side of things though because they might actually cut back on quite a bit of you know versatility the game has uh, they already done it with um what remake two and three you know yeah so. well it did
1: this it's death one it is death one so they will definitely cut something
0: uh but yeah like yeah that's natural though but I mean like no don't oh, don't do natural. it too much yeah like I, don't go don't... to a point where like it's you no know, bare bones I'm,
1: I'm not gonna lie if they did do it I don't think it'll be too much as remake three as opposed to the second one because honestly people keep saying once again they keep bringing out these arguments where it's like oh you know remake two cut more than remake three and i'm just like i don't agree with this logic i i think two had a fine mix of stuff they wanted to put on the cutting room floor some stuff you probably won't notice unless you play the original and then they had stuff in there that was thrown in that was new where i was like this is totally fine to me i, I don't have an issue with it at all
0: if anything though i think you should look at um village or eight for like the versatility of things because they have a good diversity of weapons and enemies right for example mm-hmm. so i think you should take that like like that blueprint or knowledge you know for that and of course incorporate it with the a- idea and aspect of like how they did re- remake two i i
1: think maybe they should also look at remake one because i mean everyone keeps pointing to that as hey they didn't really cut that much well they did cut content because yeah, the they, library cut it, is, but they also
0: alter it, yeah, almost to a T.
1: Yeah, they put stuff on top where it's like you really don't notice, and I think maybe that's the best compromise. Where it's like if you're adding in so much new stuff, then people aren't going to notice the small stuff that you cut. So, ideally mm-hmm. speaking, that would be the best solution.
5: Yeah, I agree. Huh.
1: So, anyone else on this question? Mm. Mm, I'm good,
7: yeah. Rose. You got anything I to say? No, I'm sorry, I'm okay. good. uh, Silver. I Christian? do have a a singular concern, right? Okay. When we were talking, cut cutting things, right? Mm. Now, you won't necessarily have noticed if well, enemies being cut or changed as much in two remake because the enemies comparatively to Code Veronica. you know the enemy variety was already you know fairly sparse but if they were to cut too deeply with the enemy variety in cvx you would notice it because there is a very diverse cast of you know enemies outside of your regular resident evil fanfare they added a lot and deep cuts would probably be noticed
0: yeah that that literally happened with um remake three so like yeah you definitely right about that I I don't want it but no that actually had sizable enemy variety on zone and they either alter a little too much certain enemies depending on what it is like the dream demos or cut out certain enemy types altogether I
1: I don't want it in the hands of M2 like uh I agree with what you're saying like I feel like with dev 1 is better but if it's M2 then I'm gonna be worried because I feel like they're they're gonna they're gonna cut like most Mm. of the game and I mean like i said re3 remake functional game but in terms of the original when you compare it to that and put an eyeball yeah. on it it's it was worrisome
0: Yeah, like i mentioned before like they going by the report we saw like they learned their lesson they want to do a more faithful adaptation though sadly we wanna see it see what they could do on a more for one right so like know, it's more like a what if type scenario here though but again kaicom has more grounds to do what they want in that regard because they proven to be the better game
3: uh... You know, it's, it, it's, it's it's a hard situation here. Almost, almost it is. Yeah, I was gonna say is that um, Final Fantasy VII remake had the exact same situation. It had a different studio that was doing the remake, and they were trying to do. Square Enix was like, yeah, they're not doing yeah, what that was we Cyber Connect to Two do. that did it
0: first.
3: Yeah, and so Square Enix is like, yeah, we're just gonna take the reins of it and completely redid it from the ground up, and only had and they only had like two and a half years to do so.
0: Yeah, that the situation here long. is a. It's bit different though, cause one the one studio that worked on it, CyberConnect didn't technically release the game. We only saw bits and pieces from one of the trailers from way back when. Yeah. yeah some of that aspect was still kept in the final game, if you look um at the comparison, yeah. right? They but was, you they, know
3: they still reuse some assets.
0: Yeah. But like here, like versus you no know, a a prototype I canceled versus the final part of versus you no know, in Catcom's camp, you no know, two finished products that were released, you know. So you have a little bit more. Like ground to like make a more definitive judgment there, but you know, I going to say like you're correct about that. That's a um, comparable thing though. Just the only difference is that one is released one is not you know,
5: yeah
0: So uh, I think we're yeah. done here, right? Let's see my yeah. final comments
3: We do have one co- question left don't we or are we? Already yeah, it. Uh, I mean
0: for yeah, um pretty much.
4: 11. We did question oh, 11 yeah.
3: already Yeah, yeah. we At do
1: D- did we yeah, rank we're... the game uh did we rank? no no Cold no, no. Veronica we did
0: 11 though we're going on 12. okay yeah. i'm just we're making sure 12.
1: that kind of confused me a little bit but it's, it's all right yeah.
0: i've been almost going for
3: almost four hours so i'm just like <laughs> oh
0: yeah let we'll wrap this up um what are um the cons oh uh, okay what are the pros and cons of this game would you um rank it against the other titles in the series well uh my take on it is that no i really do enjoy cool veronica like it's Almost up there for like one of my favorite recent evil games, but the flaws that I do have also knock it down. Like it's a really good game, but the flaws are like really noticeable that prevent it from being like top tier, you know? So it's like uh like I say in a B range, just because of, you know, the flaws hold it back greatly from being like air quotes perfect. Yeah. In- but, I mean
3: if we're talking no, about first, like guess, uh, if Go we're ahead. gonna be uh talking about like fixed camera slash tank controls, classic RE like stuff, I would definitely put it in out of like Resident Evil like, 0, Resident Evil 1, a remake and original and two original and three original. It would, I would definitely put it like number three. In terms of, like, how fun it is to play. I would rank it, uh, personally, it's higher enjoyment value than Remake. But I think, in terms of, like, actual, like, critique, it would be the best Tank Control one is definitely Remake. And then, number two, I would go for Resident Evil 3. And then, I would go CVX. That would be my, like, ranking. Because CVX, like I said, it's still more of a enjoyment game for me. But on a a critical level, it does lack some, like like, features that would have been heavily needed from, like, Resident Evil 3. And some of the cons is, like, some of the pacing in the game is a little rough. Like the, I think the beginning bit, though it is a fun beginning bit, it does get a little drag on on replays. Otherwise, when you get through the beginning bit, it's a lot better. Than replays, lot. that's, like, my only con. It's a lot
6: more... I f- I mean, I felt like there was a lot more backtracking with this game than other previous Resident Evil titles. There's a
3: lot of backtracking, yeah, I would agree, but I... Uh, I think I Remake
0: 1, or Re- Resident Evil 1 in general, had probably the most backtracking, honestly. I think, um, part because you play as Chris and you go back to you know, the first area, then you then you move on to the second one, they probably that would contribute to the backtracking, but I
3: don't know. I mean, Shadow here just replayed the original on his uh anniversary stream, so... Yeah. He has yeah, the shadow. most knowledge on that. Yeah,
8: it, 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 yeah. There, is, there is there is there is some backtracking, but the game was made in 1997. There's gonna be backtracking. It's, that's that's, that's yeah. how shit worked. Yeah, there, major.
2: So
5: <laughs> you can't you can't fault it for that. No. Yeah. What? It's...
7: I was just gonna say I've got some. I recently, recently been a few months ago, did a, did a tier list of all the Resident Evil games I've played. And uh, Code Veronica came in at B, and I have, well, with S being the highest, obviously. And I have some very clearly defined pros and cons for what put it there. Now, for pros, the good things, way I see it out of the classic survival horror entries, it feels the most it feels the most like a puzzle box in the truest sense it feels very large the puzzles are very diverse and scattered around and i don't mind the backtracking as much it feels like you've been put in a very large open area with lots of you know puzzles and tricks and traps and things to explore it feels like you're solving it piece by piece as you go uh, go along, and the game's length does also add to that because there's more of it by proxy. It just feels the most fleshed out in terms of your classic solve the mystery experience because when it comes down to it, Resident Evil at its heart is a puzzle game. But my cons, which kind of balance out the positive of it's the most well defined survival horror entry for its puzzles is one respawning enemies i do yeah we get them in the series but i felt like code veronica was especially brutal with its respawning enemies and having to be very meticulous and careful with your item management you can get really severely screwed over if you don't have a good mind for what you're doing the difficulty curve, as, as several people have said on the stream tonight, when you get to Chris, can be very steep. So difficulty kind of brings it down. The most fleshed, something just said in chat there, yeah, damn moths. Um, but the puzzles kind of balance it out. So for me, it kind of sits in the middle of the B, very much, you know, middle of the road. Very good in some ways and kind of very frustrating in others.
5: Yeah.
2: Somebody else take the floor, go ahead.
1: I don't have much to say except i agree with it being a b like it's it's not the worst re game is definitely a good game it has its quirks uh i think the main thing that i like to highlight on is how the story took things into a wacky level but they definitely wanted to take themselves seriously uh this is where the storytelling peaked trying to sort of like tie this bow into we're gonna take these three games and we're gonna definitely try to say something here with the next level at the same time i do think that some of the issues come from the fact that it's not a very accessible re game if you played like the previous three games you'll be fine but just coming into this game for the first time ever or for a long time you're gonna have some trials and uh tribulations for sure uh one in particular is like i said the end game starts to get really really stacked against you with the enemy placement and some of them are not good especially the three sweepers outside of the military complex i found that to be annoying uh outside of that i do commend them for what they did i i do like the fact that we got a extended cut which tells us more story more lore more context and that's really great Uh, for what they did definitely a good sign i just wish that Mikami would get his head out of his rear and stop hopping on new consoles and saying hey this is going to be a multi-selling hit if i do this and it turns out to be uh not so great uh that's why the sales are low for Cole veronica uh overall i i would say definitely get into it definitely brush up on your knowledge and you'll probably have a better time with it if you played the other three if not then get ready for a beating when you play with chris that's it
6: i'll say in terms of the characters while we have a small cast of characters that we're working with i feel like they're more memorable in a sense compared to other titles like especially with the ashfords you know with their quirky uh personalities and everything um i don't know if anyone else agrees with me on that point but
0: I well they were memorable but for different reasons
1: uh well the weird reasons yes and did we did we even highlight the fact that uh alfred Dresses up like a sister that we even talked
3: no, about. No, actually, I, I did was, not.
8: I was gonna talk about
3: that, but I forgot.
2: We somehow didn't talk <laughs> <laughs> about
8: There's a lot, to it. There's a lot of it. but hey, you how know, did you not know, get mentioned? Game, Experience it for yourself, you
0: know. Uh, dude, the, the funniest one wasn't Dark Side, though. He just like, I think yes. he did a barrel roll out, out somewhere,
8: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: i just remember the wig being there i'm like hold on we just chased him in here what's going on and then he just attacks steve and he sees his face gotcha. in the mirror
0: i'm just like this is so fucking ridiculous yeah, i think it just shows how crazy he really was at the oldest years he really went insane
6: well, Yeah. i have to remember that you know not only did he lose his father granted you know he was basically an experiment him but he also lost his sister who was the one person he was essentially close to and after he lost you know his only two family members he basically went crazy
1: it's definitely a tragic story for him too because basically they're saying he was alone all this time and the only person he had was alexia that was it
6: like Mm -hmm. even he may not be your favorite villain or everything, but you do have to kind of have some sympathy in the fact you know that he even went through um his own tragic situation,
0: yeah, I definitely agree with that though, but sadly though, the game doesn't do him any service with that regard, yeah. you know, so like he's a victim of not only like you no know, poor um uh, um acting you know from you know kacom's side you know, when I, but yeah, I do agree, like, you know, he is definitely, you know, a villain that deserves at least a little bit more, you know, sympathy from that regard.
8: A remake will do it better justice, I'm
7: sure. Yeah. yeah. It, would. it would. It's, but yeah. Anything else, guys? Left in a posi- Just that um, Alfred was left in a position where he was sadly only one wig away from insanity.
0: Oh my god.
7: <laughs> I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I mean, if
3: he could laugh like he can laugh in the original, then yeah, he's definitely lost some brain cells and his insanity
7: is quite apparent. mean like a songbird on Helium?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, stop it.
1: Stop! Thank
7: you. Thank you.
1: Can, can we kill Austin, please? Like, I don't mind this.
0: Man, we'll, we'll <laughs> rap through that,
7: man. Come in, and him full of lip. <laughs> <laughs> Let me
6: go get my pumpkin <laughs> Be careful, you might be casted in the remake for Cove Veronica.
3: <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. That's oh. fucking money right there.
0: Oh no, I mean, man. I, if they give me officers, to shoot him, um, then I'd be like, you know what? Fine.
3: Let's get his open with. <laughs> shoot him. Yes, but just nonstop hear a freaking cue line of just.
8: <laughs> uh, anywho, anyone else? Yeah, it's a fun game. It, I highly doubt people are gonna play this game first, so I think some of the unfamiliarity of the game's not gonna be too bad. It's corny. Um, it's it's a little punishing at times, but I don't think it's owed too much. Um, yeah, nostalgically holds a decent spot for me. So yeah.
1: Also, Shadow,
8: uh, you, you make fantastic, but I, I just don't see how sadly
1: also Shadow, you underestimate people jumping into a series at the wrong entry because I, I swear to God, people always say this for RE4. I'm like, OK, there's been so many REs before that. Uh, what game, which game you play first, like RE4. I'm like, wait, you haven't played three, one, two. It was like, nope, I've played RE4. No.
0: Honestly, though, know, R- in That's re community cool. though, RE4 is literally that game that everyone played and most likely never played the sequels or the prequels.
8: Do you remember the freaking uh advertising push for that game when it came out? Yep. It was outrageous. Yep.
6: <laughs> so
0: in fairness, though, like the other games, it's five, especially, because no, again, it's like one of the highest selling ones for a reason, though. No, that right there, you know, had a really high marketing campaign too.
7: Mm-hmm. Good job, side. So. Uh, uh, of speaking of coming so, in at the wrong entry i i had a i had a writing and gaming friend of mine online come up to me the other day because he knows i'm a big resident evil fan like a and he said to me silver what are your thoughts on a uh, operation raccoon city i've been playing that i've and i've just started this whole resident evil thing now and i'm just thinking to myself oh my lord you sweet summer child and then one of my One of my friends was also in that discord and he just said to the dude, look, he's already done a tier list It's all the way down in E. Just 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 try and pretend it doesn't exist It's um... to be
3: fair To be fair Nowadays operation Recon City is not as bad as people said. It's bad It's not not as bad. Garbage, bro. God I played it.
5: I
0: played played it recently. I got the platinum for it. I can tell you this right now, dude the um, wolf pack (laughs) God, fuck that
2: campaign, dude. I hate it. It's, it's I hate it. it. It's easier to play with people.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it is. It, it is. is easier it's easier to play <laughs> with people, but I don't think it is as bad as people say it is. I'll I admit, though, not the worst, worst game win. in the world,
0: but I've, it still sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry if I, anyone I, can't come I, to say
3: this. I know it sucks. It's just that I think it's not as bad as people say it is.
0: That's no, there are worse games out there. No, looking forever. Definitely. This.
1: Worse. I, I have... Well, Opinions on this game, but I'm gonna save them for a podcast in the future.
3: Guess, yes. Like, like, like what many people say: the idea is great, the execution was awful. Yeah, I, I agree.
0: Yeah, that's my yeah. sense as well. That's, that's but, I would say it. <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. characters were the coolest part about the game. I wish they were actually canon.
3: Victor is the coolest character in the entire game.
0: Everybody loves vector Like, mm. it, it's, it's no contest. All right, but anyway, off topic. We're well, off topic. Let's <laughs> move on.
7: Oh. All I'm gonna say to close this 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 little segue out is, you said play it you said play it with people. If I if I play it with people, I risk being socially ostracized and losing all my friends. I can't do <laughs> that.
4: Very good just, point. Just like they're just gonna see get that them drunk, you'll have thing. Great
3: time. Thing. Yeah. So much fun. Single scene And they're
4: gonna leave your house if they don't burn it down on the way out. You're lucky.
3: Get Just get drunk and play that game on the easiest difficulty you have a fun time play it yeah. on
1: professional it's yeah. the worst thing in the world I, i'm telling you No, yeah, it, no, it, no. It.
3: I, I i did it it's so did
0: it easy oh. no the fuck it no it's no, not. It not. <laughs> it right, not back to the topic ahead before i really blow off um <laughs> anyone else because um, we gotta do some machos because some people yeah. in the uk are trying to sleep and we keep it Yeah,
3: little- it's it's pretty much like one in the morning or two in the morning for them yeah, right two now. In the morning. Right. Go, going
0: once. So tw- going twice. Alright, outros. Alright, wow. Austin, outro So,
3: All right. It's been fun today. I'm AK Austin. You can find me on Twitter under the same handle. And that's pretty much it. I'm trying my best to get situated with Twitch again because my Xbox is pretty broke, but yeah, we'll see. And it was fun. I was glad to be here and see you guys later.
0: Uh, Aaliyah Leroy. I mean, Aaliyah Love. Um,
5: actually,
4: so. <laughs> I'm Aaliyah. You can find me on Twitter at Aaliyah underscore love without the E at the end. Um, and then on Instagram, Princess of Plink Bliss. YouTube, Crystal Blues. I'll probably be back for another discussion about one of the lesser favored RE games, if Ren drags me. And I think I'm coming back for Clock Towers later
8: next Ooh. month. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Um, Black Rock Shadow, I'll try yourself. So.
8: Yeah, you can find me at uh, Sleepy Shadow on YouTube and Sleepy underscore Shadow underscore 993 on Twitch or some form
2: or another. I'm I'm around, I'm doing bits and pieces. But yeah, cheers, guys. Cringe. Um, i actually, try yourself, so, sir. Uh, so I'm Ginge. Um. I've got a Twitter uh, at BlitzGinge, all one word, and uh, I'm not really doing a lot at the moment anywhere else. So,
0: all right, all right. Um, Man Rose, show yourself.
6: All right, I'm Rose. Um, well, you can call me Rose, but um, I go on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram under Manthi Rose. Um, I was gonna try and finish up Fatal Frame, but I think I might just chill out for the rest of the night and pick it up tomorrow. But um I enjoyed being in my first podcast. I would love to be a part of it again in the near future. And uh yeah. It's been fun guys. Thanks.
1: Oh if we're you talking about if we're talking about ORC, you're coming with us.
3: Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm definitely there if it's gonna be there. I'm in. Right. Me. We have to right. have me. On that. I'll be, I'll be the devil's advocate. No, you'll be the
0: devil for sure, you know. <laughs> All right. I'll bring the flame Arbor
1: all right all right so you can find me on twitter at rent operative underscore you can find me on youtube at renegade operative and you can find me on twitch at renegade underscore operative uh i don't know what i'm gonna play next but so i'm gonna try to find some random games and do some stuff i did get back for blood so hopefully i get back on that and start playing with people and yeah pretty simple
7: yeah. stuff
0: <laughs> all right all right um silver so crystal my man's country stuff.
7: So. all righty Thank you. Yeah, you can uh, find me on Twitter at SilverGaming01 and on YouTube at SilverGaming Network, playing a lot of retro PlayStation games and streaming Resident Evil 4 while making lots of inappropriate comments about Ashley's chest. So that's ballistics. <laughs> uh, and yes, the ballistics. And you'll that's probably see me again in f- the. I know, fabulous, right? You'll see me in a few weeks' time for Until Dawn podcast. So See you then, nice. and thanks for having me back.
3: I'll be hey.
0: there too. All right, and then now you can find me at Twitter at Mortal Brendel, Twitch as Sir Brendel. Everywhere else is none of your goddamn business. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, have a have a blessed day, blessed night, afternoon, whatever time of day it is for you. And um, please join us again for our next podcast. And um, yeah. Uh, stay indoors don't get sick do something to keep you safe bye get out
3: and pr- bye <laughs> oh, well, don't, oh,
1: don't have sex with your sisters please
3: <laughs> and oh, God, don't no. forget the best line is just a laugh uh, <laughs> sisters, mute them, oh mute fuck
0: up you. that motherfucker
3: <laughs> <laughs>